And here come the Matanzas Pirates. It's time for some football. Hands it off up the middle. He breaks a tackle. And he's gone. That is Tristan Williams for the touchdown. What a play. Quick pass. Nugget intercepted. Intercepted by Matanzas. Touchdown. Touchdown Pirates. And that ball was intercepted by Edwin Gill off the deflection. Wow. Live from the ship in Palm Coast, Florida, it is Flagler County High School football. Tonight, we have the Matanzas Pirates taking on the Gainesville Hurricanes, the Purple Hurricanes. This is the second district game of the season for the Pirates. Overall, Matanzas is 4-2 and two on the season, and the Purple Hurricanes are 1-6. I'm Rich Carroll, along with Mike Licia, we'll be bringing you all the action. Mike, what is up, man? It's another day in paradise, a gorgeous night for football. And with oh, all man. the rain we had the last couple of days, I wasn't sure it was going to be this nice. I wasn't sure this field was going to be in as good condition as it is. Yeah, I mean, 82 degrees out there, perfect night for football. Now, we did hear from Athletic Director Butler before the game, it's worse than it looks out there. So the field looks like it's together really good, but maybe not the best traction uh, after the storm. No, but I mean, even looking now, you can see some footprints along the sidelines, but it's not really chewed up as much as you would think, even through a warm-up. I know Matanzas mostly warmed up on the practice field behind us, but Gainesville's been out there since about 5.30, and that side of the field has held up pretty well, and that's normally the troublesome side of the field. Yeah, it's looking good out there. After, you know, Flagler County, everybody knows here, tornado last night tons of rain and considering all of that the field doesn't look that bad we're about four and a half minutes away from kickoff here as captains meet at midfield for the coin toss they made it easy one two three four <laughs> Shamarian Gaines, jordan mills daquan evans and cole hash those are the captains and this is the part of the season where you really start that playoff push, right? It's a second district game. It's, uh, we're getting late here. It's October. This is where you really start to make your move. We all know they lost that first district game against St. Augustine. And this is a game that you, you figure is a winnable game here tonight. But you can't take any opponent for granted, even though the, Blue, even though the Purple Hurricanes, they have a 1-6 record. Any team can win any given Friday night. Gainesville has won just one game in their last 18 games, and it was against Santa Fe. Santa Fe's only win in the last three years, last year against Gainesville. So it wasn't really a quality win, but they they hung in there a little bit against Buholtz. They only lost 35-7 to Gainesville Buholtz, who's the number three team among all classes. Didn't get a lot of information from Gainesville. They don't post stats. The, the coach says they don't do stats. There was only one highlight film that had two tackles on it, so I didn't get really anything from Gainesville to really prepare for this game. But Coach Forrest had my back. He said, you know, he kind of talked me through some keys to the game, said that Matanzas has to establish the run because Gainesville has speed on the edge. He said they have to play fast and expose Gainesville's depth. And they can't give up the big play because Gainesville doesn't score often. But when they do, it is on the big play. He said for Gainesville, they need to protect the football, capitalize on mistakes. And here's the tough one. Contain Daquan Evans. Yeah, that, 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 that's a major key to the game for Gainesville as well. I think another key to the game for the Pirates would be 
Do not look past this team. You're thinking about Clay next week. That's a huge game. And here come the Pirates onto the field here at the ship. Let's take a listen to the crowd. Greet their heroes. Matanzas is currently the five seed. If they were to win out, they would most likely get a home playoff game. So there's a lot in front of Matanzas here. That Clay game next week, as you said, is going to be a big game because Clay has a game against Menendez tonight. We'll keep you updated on that game. But after that, Clay's playoff hopes are going to hinge on beating Matanzas because they're going to have a tough game against Oakley at the end of the season that they're probably going to be an underdog in and so if they lose one more game they might be on the outside looking in as the eighth seed so that is going to be a huge game next week but right to your point rich you can't worry about that now and matt forrest didn't really have much to say about the clay game because he said we still got to take care of gainesville and he's not really even looking at the standings at all mostly when you talk to matt forrest he's saying we've got to do what we've got to do we've got to worry about matanzas and he's exactly right because matanzas they can't win the district unless St. Augustine loses twice. Not going to happen. But they can still control their playoff destiny. And maybe on November 10th, we're sitting right here in this spot for a home playoff game if Matanzas can win out. How amazing would that be for the Pirates to host a playoff game at the ship? Very much in the card. Still, you know, we were talking about it before the game, Mike. Things can change week to week, so you're not sure exactly what the scenario is going to be when the season ends. Right now, the most important scenario is that the Purple Hurricanes are here at the ship and the Matanzas Pirates have to take care of business. They are set to receive the kick. And we are moments away from kickoff here for the Matanzas Pirates' second district game of the season. Gainesville did give me a roster, though, so I guess that's something. Yeah, who's the quarterback there? Is that Tommy Coiney? Is that how you say his name? I don't know, honestly, because <laughs> I have no stats, so I don't know who's done anything for this team because there's only the roster only has one, two, three, four, five, six players with positions listed. Low line drive kick fielded by the up back. I think that's DeFalco. Makes a move, breaks a tackle across the 40, heading to the sideline up toward midfield. And that's where the Pirates will start at about the 48-yard line. So you do that low-line drive kind of squib kick to limit the return. But DeFalco, very talented up back to receive that kick. And he's got the Pirates in great starting field position to start off here tonight. Kickoff return specialist, Daniel DeFalco. Yeah. He gets out in the open field, and that's not what you're usually used to seeing on the coverage team. You're not used to having to try and tackle somebody that big. Not at all. All right. Now come the Pirates. Fury starts in the game in the backfield with Daquan Evans, four wide receivers. Evans rolls to his right, throws toward the sideline low, but it is caught there. That by Jordan Mills. Nice little pitch and catch for... Six yards to Jordan Mills to get the game started. And we talked about this. They're going to go tempo in a hurry and try and move in a hurry. Nice start for the Pirates right away in Purple Hurricane territory. Again toward the sideline. Complete. Makes a move. First down. Across the 35. That's about a 10-yard gain on first down. On second down for a first down, I should say. And Jordan Mills getting involved early. So the first two plays to Jordan Mills, and he's got a first down. That for, one for 11. 
four wide receivers. Again, Evans takes it himself. He's going to call his own number, tries to get to the outside. He does across the 30, down the sideline, still in bounds, all the way down inside the 10 to about the six-yard line. And we talked about Daquan Evans. He's playing the best football. He's really coming to his, his own this senior year after a slow start. So two completions to Jordan Mills in a 28-yard run from Daquan Evans takes to snap again to the sideline. But before they could get the playoff, there's a flag on the field. It's going to be a false start against the Pirates, pushed them back five yards. It'll be a first and goal from about the 11-yard line. And let's hope this doesn't throw off the Pirates' rhythm because the offense seems to be in sync here in the early going. You often see that where a, a penalty, just one, can sabotage an entire drive. So that's the first negative play. Fury in the backfield with Evans in the shotgun. He's going to keep it himself up the middle. Loses the football and fortunately falls right into his offensive lineman's hands. Number 71 was in the right place at the right time as Daquan Evans was stripped trying to take the ball himself up the middle. It popped up in the air. It never hit the ground and fell right into his offensive lineman's hands. So it'll be a second down and goal from about the nine. Three wide receivers to the right, and now another false start against the Pirates. And that's what you were talking about, Mike. These penalties can really derail a drive. And there's going to be a substitution on the offensive line. All right, so it's going to be second and goal now from the 14-yard line. Daquan Evans in the shotgun. He has four wide receivers. Fury in the backfield. He rolls right, looking that way. Throws toward the end zone, and it's caught for a touchdown. Daniel DeFalco. Wow, did Evans thread the needle there, Rich? I thought that was going to be intercepted. I thought there was no way that was going to get through there, and you nailed it. He threaded the needle. I'm, I'm sure Matt Forrest wasn't exactly. That's one of those no, no, yes throws. <laughs> it was a bullet and a strike from Daquan Evans to Daniel DeFalco. The Pirates lead 6 nothing. Five plays, 50 yards. 238 on the scoring drive. Pending the extra point on its way. And it is good. 9.22 to go in the first quarter. Pirates lead 7-0. Try to get that scoreboard updated. Exciting start there for the Pirates. You saw a lot of their talented offensive weapons on display there. A couple passes to Jordan Mills to get the drive started. Then you got a big run from the quarterback, Daquan Evans. And then the strike to the back of the end zone from Evans to DeFalco. And the Pirates lead 7-0. Quick scoring drive. Evans 3-for-3 on that drive. A little stoppage in play here. 
the officials are complaining about a drone above the stadium, and that is a very modern problem. <laughs> yeah, look at that drone up there. And they're like, get it off the field. Get out of here, drone or extraterrestrial, whoever you are. <laughs> I think the aliens would love football. I don't know how you know it. It seems like it would be a cosmic success. An interstellar game. Yes. It's already gone international. <laughs> That's right. Pirates set to kick off. Landon Grover just hit the extra point. He's going to kick it away to the Purple Hurricanes. These are probably my favorite pirate uniforms. The gray jerseys with the blue numbers, the black pants, the black helmet. It's a clean look. It's a short kick to the up back who calls a fair catch at the 33-yard line. And that's where the Purple Hurricanes will take over with their first drive of the game, trailing 7-0. I actually know even less about the Hurricanes' offense than the defense. At least other teams that played Gainesville have posted stats. So I know they've given up 130 yards rushing a game and 147 yards passing. As they line up here. All right. I saw number nine throwing some passes before the game. He is not in at quarterback. They have four wide receivers, three to the right, one to the left. Takes a snap back to pass. Steps up, throws, incomplete. That pass was intended for DeBose, DeCarrion DeBose. And I'm trying to see who the quarterback is. I think it's number 12, Jeremy Figueroa. But the guy coming in to get the play is not the quarterback. So we'll, we'll figure it out. There goes the band of Pirates trying to pump up their defense. Quarterback takes the snap, sets up the screen. That's DeBose again, makes a move back to the outside, a first down. Or at least near one, yeah, he has it. 13 yards on that one. So Mason Brewer, number 16, is the quarterback. All right. So Mason Brewer, two passes to start the game, both attempts to carry and DeBose, and that one goes for 13 and a first down. Hurricanes have the ball at their own 45. And they are looking to make big plays. Brewer takes the snap. He's looking left. He's going to throw that way in a crowd. And what a beautiful catch by the Purple Hurricane receiver for about 20 yards all the way down to the 35 of the Pirates. Make it the 33. That was an impressive catch. I think that was Datron Jackson. And that was Jackson just sitting down in the zone, making himself an available target. And a great job. That was a very accurate him. pass. There were three pirates around him. So, so far, Purple Hurricanes come out firing the ball all over the field. And Brewer throwing the ball again. This time sets up the screen. And that's for Matthew Williams. He's going to get pushed out of bounds after a gain of about four. And they're spreading the ball around early. You don't see this a lot in the high school game. They have not attempted one run yet. They're going to give him three on the play, set up a second down and seven. But every, every play so far for the Hurricanes on this first drive, the Purple Hurricanes, uh, it's, it's been a pass on every single play. 
Pirates lead 7-0 here with 8.06 to go in the first quarter. They're going tempo here. They're right back up to the line of scrimmage. Brewer in the shotgun. He has three wide receivers to his right. Matanzas showing blitz. Now they run the football to the outside. Shamari and Gaines can't take him down. And it's going to be another first down for the Purple Hurricanes. That time it's number six, David Wilbon. They overloaded everybody to the short side of the field and then just went the other way. Nice play drawn up there. Weak side run to Wilbon for a first down. And all of a sudden the Purple Hurricanes picking up yardage in chunks. They have the ball at the Matanzas 22-yard line, first down and 10. 7.40 to go in the first quarter. Brewer back to pass again, looking, throws toward the sideline. Overthrows his intended target. DeCarrie and DeBose bring up a second down and 10. So just a second incompletion for this Gainesville offense. And they've come out very aggressive. And you got to like that from a team that, that comes into the game at 1-6. and six. No quit in this team yet. And they've had some success here moving the football through the air. Brewer takes the snap, hands off to Wilbon. And this time the Pirates are there to stuff it right at the line of scrimmage. And that's Cole Hash there flexing to the crowd. Of course. Loss of two on the play. So third and long. You have to imagine this is four down territory. So they may not try to get all 12 back here. Maybe get a couple yards to get in the field goal range. We don't know if they have a kicker or not. That's right. They've been very aggressive here, and they come out with four wide receivers. Three to the left, one to the right. In the shotgun is Brewer looking left immediately, still looking that way. Throws toward the end zone in the crowd again, and it's almost intercepted. Similar play to the last one he completed to Daytron Jackson. That time, DeCarrion DeBose was running my favorite route. I always say, always throw the wheel route. (laughs) The wheel route was wide open there. He never looked that way. Threw it in the triple coverage instead. And special teams are coming out here, uh, Mike. So this would be, it looks like he's going to put it down at the 32. So this would be a 42-yard field goal attempt for Eli Witt. We'll just assume that Eli is a very good kicker. I think the fact that they're sending him out yeah. here on this field and this situation tells you he is. So here he is from 42 yards out. Eli Witt. Kick is on its way, and it is short. No good. So in high school, that's a touchback. I know in the NFL it's, it's spotted from where it was kicked, but in high school that's a touchback as long as it makes it to the end zone. So the Pirates will take over on downs. At the 20. Yeah, and the pros, obviously, you take over uh, right there where the kick was taken, attempted from. So a nine-play drive for the Purple Hurricane stalls. Yeah, that's got to be disappointing for them. They looked so good on that drive, spreading the ball all over the field. DeCarrie and DeBose making some catches. Daytron Jackson with that beautiful catch over the middle for 20 yards. All for naught as the Pirates take over from their own 20 up 
7-0 with 6.31 to go in the first quarter. Evans takes the snap. He's going to hand it off on the counter to Fury, who has a big hole across the 30. Gets about 14 on that one. Up to the 34. And Fury has worked his way into this rotation with Michael McGuire being hurt. And you see why. He's averaging over four yards a carry. Boy, that was a burst through that hole. A bit of a counter play there. Four wide receivers this time for Evans. Takes the snap. Sets up the screen to Andre Andrews. And he loses the football. And it's recovered by the Pirates. So it'll be a gain of one. Peyton Ellis on the recovery. Daquan Evans again in the shotgun. Four wide receivers to the right, to the left. Fury in the backfield with them. Hurricane showing blitz right up the middle with Jalen Johnson. Evans takes the snap. They do bring that blitz. He was going to keep it himself, but the play was blown dead. False start on the Pirates. Going to move him back five yards. A lot of procedure penalties here uh, so far for the Pirates. Yep, that is their third penalty of the game, and we're only about half a quarter in. This has been a problem for Matanzas at times. Yeah, and we talked about it. Oftentimes, they'll be in a groove, and these penalties will just really kill a drive. Evans takes the snap. Looks over the middle. Still looking. Tries to hit Fury in the flat, but overthrows him. Probably a good thing. Carell Pope was right there. Sailed on him a little bit, and the Pirates are in third and long. 5.30 to go here in the first quarter. Pirates lead 7-0. First incompletion from Evans tonight. Again, Daquan Evans has four wide receivers. Takes a snap, rolls to his right. Looking that way. Now throws deep over the middle for DeFalco. And what a catch! What an amazing one-handed grab from Daniel DeFalco! Into Purple Hurricane territory all the way up to the 34-yard line. He tipped it to himself with one hand. What an incredible play. That was amazing. He had him open in a post, overthrew him a little bit, but presence of mind with a damp football to stay on that, on that play and make the catch. Evans back to pass. Now rolling, tries to step up in the pocket, breaks a tackle. He's still rolling around back there. His best friend, Tarkington impersonation, now throws deep toward the end zone to DeFalco, and it's incomplete. Great job. They looked like they had Evans in the grass. No whistle blown, so he was able to break free and roll around back there and then threw it to the end zone toward DeFalco, 35 yards in the air, and that's going to bring a water break. We will take it with them. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Hey, you're never going to believe this. I just heard someone say that they don't know where we are. Really? I guess I need to tell them again. Bunnell Auto Supply, one block west of US 1 and State Road 100. Bay Street, Bunnell. And don't forget to tell them that we are the only Napa store in Flagler County. I think you just told them. Oh, right. They also need to know that we do deliver. We should probably tell them that we're not like all the corporate stores. We can get just about anything. What is corporate? Exactly. 
Exactly. Come see us at Bunnell Auto Supply. Bay Street, Bunnell. Back here at the ship, 4.49 to go in the first quarter. Matanzas leads 7-0, and they have the ball once again in Purple Hurricane territory at the 34-yard line. Plenty of dazzling plays from the Pirates here in the first quarter. Somebody has made their presence known. Fake handoff to Fury. Throw toward the sideline for Andre Andrews. Loses about a yard. So it's going to be third and about 12 for the Pirates. And the last third down they had was an incredible play by Daniel DeFalco. They're just... It feels like the wind's coming from the north. There's no flag, so it's hard to tell. The American flag is perfectly still in the end zone. But I think we're just about the edge of Landon Grover's range. We're going to take another timeout here. 7 nothing Pirates, 4.16 to go in the first quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. AK Tires are your fast, friendly, local tire experts where you'll score big with lifetime balancing and rotation that's always included when you purchase four new tires. Don't pass up the savings you'll receive on new and used tires, custom wheels, alignments, and repairs at AK Tires. Plus, financing is available. Easy to find just one mile west of I-95 on State Road 100. You'll always make the right call when you call AK Tires, 437-0888. Online at aktires.com or find them on Facebook and Instagram. Back here at the ship, 416 to go in the first quarter, 7-0 Pirates. Pirates still huddled up on their sideline. It's going to be a third down and 12, or about 13, from the Purple Hurricane 31-yard line, and here come the Pirates. Clay trails 7-0 against Menendez in the first quarter. They'll be here next week, of course. Evans has three wide receivers to his right, one to his left. Takes the snap, rolls to his right. Now throws to his left toward Cole Hash. He's wide open in the end zone, and he drops the football. It was a certain touchdown and a beautiful play design, and Cole Hash dropped it in the end zone. And that'll bring up a fourth down and 13. I think you take a shot here with Landon Grover. See what they, Daquan Evans is not leaving the field, so it looks like they're going to go for it. Well, let me re-examine that. Let me check my eyes. It's 53. <laughs> I was five yards further back than I thought it was. Evans has four wide receivers, two to his left, two to his right. Looks like he might be trying to draw the Purple Hurricanes offsides. Now he resets, looks toward the sideline. Fury shifts from his left side to his right side. Evans takes a snap, rolls to his right, throws toward the sideline, and it goes right through the hands of Jordan Mills, and the Pirates will turn it over on downs. That one, Evans has to wait about a half second more. Mills turned around out of his break, and the ball was already there. So Pirates will turn it over on downs with 3.50 to go here in the first quarter. They were on the move there. Drive stalls a little bit. And the Purple Hurricanes have a shot here. They get the football in a one-score game. So 
defensive stands and plus territory for both teams so far. Oh, I wanted that, that Cole Hash touchdown call, Mike. <laughs> oh, I know you did. I told Forrest he owed you some touchdowns. That's right. Brewer takes the snap, sets it up in the flat for the running back, and he's pushed out of bounds. That's David Wilbon. Gets maybe two on the play. Ball is at the Gainesville 39-yard line. I've got a second and eight from there. So they've spread the ball out, though. That's the fourth Hurricane to catch a pass in this game. I've been fairly impressed by the Purple Hurricane passing game here so far. They've been very aggressive. Four wide receivers here for Brewer. Two on each side. Man in motion from left to right. Gets the ball. The jet sweep to carry in DeBose, but the Pirates aren't having any of that. Shamarian gains in on the stop. Loss of about three there. And once again, the Pirates have the Hurricanes in third and long. Shamarian gains flying to the ball. Yeah, fantastic job that time. Great pursuit. You know, you run that play to fool the Pirates, and they weren't fooled at all. Same formation, four wide receivers. Two to the left, two to the right. Pirates bring the blitz right up the middle, set up in the flat, and that's going nowhere again. Little pass in the flat to the running back goes for maybe a yard, and that's going to bring up a fourth and 11 for the Purple Hurricanes. That was Jackson that time with his second catch, but not much doing there. Maybe a yard. So Pirates will get the ball back here. Jordan Mills will be back to receive for the Pirates. 155 to go here in the first quarter. Hunt is a nice... Uh, it's going to take a nice <laughs> Purple Hurricane bounce inside the 30. Kick didn't look so great at first, but a great roll that time for the Purple Hurricanes. Brewer, 5 for 8 for 40 yards, but other than that 22-yard completion, he's had trouble getting the ball down the field. So Evans goes back to work. Quan, 6 for 10, 61 yards, 28 yards rushing so far in the first quarter. Yeah, he's looked really good out there, and he also had a a touchdown pass dropped. He has a touchdown pass. So uh, Daquan Evans right now, Showing the best that he can. Looking really good out there. So number 14 is Jaden Dormaville, by the way, Rich. All right, Dormaville. Four wide receivers for Daquan Evans. He's going to keep it himself. Tries to get off the left side. He gets to the outside. And he'll get... About seven on that run. And Daquan Evans doing it both with his arm and his legs. Picks up nine they gave him on that one. Pirates right back to the line of scrimmage. This time he's going to set it up for Andrews. And Andrews is going to lose a couple yards on the screen, on the wide receiver screen. They've had that snuffed out so far tonight. Looks like they lost... About four, 
So that's Andrews' third catch of the game for negative one yards. So that brings up another third down for the Pirates, under a minute to play here in the first quarter. Daquan Evans has two wide receivers to his right. That's Daniel DeFalco and Jordan Mills, and two more to his left in the shotgun. Takes the snap. He's going to hand it off to Cole Hash, and Hash is going to be stuffed in the backfield right at the line of scrimmage. And that'll bring up a fourth down and maybe the final play of the first quarter. And Gainesville is not playing like a team that's only won one game in the last two calendar years. Oh, yeah, they had a pretty good first quarter. Moved the ball. Only gave up seven points. And that will do it. That's the end of the first quarter. After one quarter of play, the Pirates lead this one 7-0 over the Gainesville Purple Hurricanes. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're watching and listening to Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Tired of having to be the taxi for your kids? They could get their license today. Why wait for them to take a driving test with the state and sit in the DMV office for hours? That is, if you can even get an appointment, it's easy and hassle-free to make an appointment with Elite Driving School. They can take a state driving test right on the spot with trustworthy and qualified instructors and get their driver's license right away. Call Elite Driving School, now testing seven days a week in Flagler and St. John's County. 904-481-9490. 904-481-9490. Or visit EliteDrivingSchoolFL.com. Back here at the ship, getting ready for the start of the second quarter. Pirates lead this one 7-0. And stepping up to the microphone with the play-by-play is Mike Licio. Well, the last time I was stepping up to the mic, (laughs) we had an 81-yard touchdown pass. I don't think that's going to be the case here as Landon Grover is out to punt to Gainesville. Pirates lead 7-0. Speaking of seven, Seven Nations Army is overrated, Rich. (laughs) Grover has it. Plenty of time. Steps into it. Booms it deep. Jackson bobbles it at the 30. He has it now. He's going up the sideline across the 40. Close to the 45. Doesn't quite get there. Yeah, nice job that time from Jackson. He bobbled the ball. It did hit the ground, but... Aware enough to pick it up and get a positive play on that return. So good field position for the Purple Hurricanes. They'll have first and 10 at their own 43. Mason Brewer has gone all the way at quarterback. Williams and DeBose to the left. Two receivers to the right. Wilbon in the backfield. Blitz coming. It's a give up the middle to Wilbon. He has a hole. Ball comes out. Gainesville falls on it, though. Uh, Did they? Yeah. Very fortunate. Another nice burst that time from Wilbon. Second run that that we've seen tonight of over 10 yards from Wilbon. That time he coughs it up. Very fortunate. Another Purple Hurricane was able to fall on the ball. We have an injured player on the field, Mike. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Flagler County High School Football and watching it on the WNCF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. 
When you need cash, cash it in. Hi, this is Rich. And I'm Shelly. We pay cash for just about everything. And we buy gold. Anything of value, chances are we'll pay you cash. Oh, and if you're looking for a great deal on a diamond ring... We got a great selection of jewelry in stock. Come in and check us out. Musical instruments, DVDs, video games, and more. You never know what you're going to find at Cash It In Jewelry and Pawn. We're easy to find, just one mile west of Belterra on 100. So come see us. Or give us a call at 263-2920. And cash, cash it in. in. Back here at the ship, 11.31 to go in the second quarter. That's Jordan Mills being walked to the sideline for the Pirates. Now hopefully he's okay. That is a big-time player for this Pirate team. First and 10 at the 45 for the Purple Hurricanes. Two receivers to either side. Pirates show blitz. Brewer back to throw, out in the flat. It's complete to DeBose. He turns upfield. He's got a first down. He's inside the 30 after a gain of 17. Man, this DeBose, he's having a fantastic game, and so is the quarterback, Mason Brewer. He's spreading that ball all over the field. Great completion percentage so far. He's having himself a game. They still haven't scored any points, but they're threatening. Second catch of the night for DeBose. And it's a give up the middle for nothing there. That time, David Wilbon. Wilbon has two catches in the game. Looks like they gave him the line of scrimmage again. Actually, it's a loss of one. So that'll make it second and 11 at the 29. Three receivers to the right. Tight end to the left is Taylor Brewer. Wilbon in the backfield. It's a gift to Wilbon off the right side, and he's immediately gobbled up in the backfield that time by Braden Russell. Yeah, great job there. Now tightening it up a little bit are the Pirates on that running game. We see Wilbon with a couple of runs over 10 yards. He's been able to find the holes, but there was no room that time. And so no gain there. It makes it third and 11 at the 29. 9.32 to go in the first half. Williams and DeBose to the right. Brewer and Jackson to the left. Now Jackson going back to the right. Wilbon in the backfield with Mason Brewer. Taylor Brewer in press coverage on the bottom of the screen. Back to throw. Out in the flat. It's complete. And that is Wilbon picking up maybe four on the play, and it's going to bring up fourth down. They weren't trying to get all of it back, Rich. Yeah, it was a nice job that time from Jackson to sidestep. A little over-pursuit from the Pirates, and all he did was move to his left a little bit to avoid the tackle in the backfield and was able to get four out of it and set up a fourth and manageable for the Purple Hurricanes. Jackson's third catch of the game. On fourth and seven. Back to throw. Looking downfield. 
In and out of the hands of Matthew Williams, and it's a turnover on down. He was right at the sticks, too. He probably gets the first down if he comes down with that one. A little high, but I'm sure if you, if you were to ask him, he would say, I should have caught that ball. And I think Coach Ian Scott would agree with that for Gainesville. So they turn it over on downs, and the Pirates take over once again with 8.26 to go in the first half. They lead 7 nothing, and the chance to put some more points on the board. You know, Mike, it, it feels like the Pirates have dominated this first half, but you look at, up at the scoreboard, and it's only 7 nothing. The Purple Hurricanes hanging in there. Brewer 7 of 11 for 68 yards. As Daquan Evans is back out there, two receivers to the right, two to the left. Fury in the backfield as Quan is going to call his own number. Tries to go airborne again. He knew you were on the call. He's like, i got to give Mike another, another one of those hurdles. And no gain for Evans. You know, it's supposed to be a dead ball once the player leaves his feet by rule. But don't let the rules get in the way of a good story. That's right. Dormerville to the left. DeFalco and Andrews to the right. Fury in the backfield. That is Jeffrey Powell out wide to the left. Shotgun formation. Back to throw is Evans. Pressure coming. Tries to escape and Jackson is going to put him down. Datron Jackson with the sack. Wow. So Daquan Evans goes down in the backfield and all of a sudden this Purple Hurricanes defensive unit is putting on a show. And it's going to be third and 15 at the 21-yard line for the Pirates. Powell and Dormaville to the left. DeFalco and Andrews to the right. Fury in the backfield with Daquan Evans. Back to throw. Has time. Looking downfield for Andrews. A little on the throw. Andrews stays with it. He's gone. 10-5. Touchdown. <laughs> 79 yards. Andre Andrews, and it's 13 to nothing. That was incredible. For the second time here tonight, we see a ball batted in the air. DeFalco tapped it to himself. This time it was the defenders of the Purple Hurricanes that knocked the ball in the air. They deflected it right into the hands of Andrews, and he was gone for the touchdown. Before that play, Andrews had three catches for negative two yards, so that's going to help out the average. Quan's fifth touchdown pass of the year. Unbelievable. Sixth, sorry, sixth. Kick is up by Grover, and it's good. 6.52 to go in the second quarter. Back in 30 seconds, this is Flagler County Football on the WNCF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Are you ready to freshen up the look of your home? You'll see a whole new world when you look through your windows. Blinds and plantation shutters by Jason. Whether it be plantation shutters, window shades that roll up and roll down, horizontals, verticals, even draperies and cornices. And because we're locally owned, we can come out, measure, and install quicker than anyone. Call us anytime we're in Palm Coast, 386-445-5611. Back here at the ship, Matt Forrest dialed up another beautiful play for me to call, Rich. <laughs> Andre Andrews, 79 yards to the house. 
I'm always a quarter late to the show. You're the good luck charm. I hope that stays true. <laughs> I hope that stays true deep into November. Oh, yeah, me too. No hard feelings, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I told Coach Forrest he owed you some touchdowns. Well, I got one. Got I got one. one. I got one tonight. Beautiful pass from Daquan Evans to Daniel DeFalco. But you get the wacky ones, man. <laughs> Grover steps into that. He's going to try and kick it deep. It's fielded by Jackson at the 10. He's across the 20. He's across the 25. Tried to cut back, but the slippery turf got him at the 29-yard line. And that is where the Hurricanes will take over. It doesn't seem like that turf has been much of a factor here tonight. Maybe you could say on that field goal attempt from Gainesville that was short. Maybe it played a role there, but so far, I mean, Gainesville on offense, they've been able to spread the ball all over the field with the passing game. The Pirates have been all over the field. Big plays to DeFalco and Andrews and Daquan Evans running up and down the field. It doesn't seem like it's played that much of a factor in what's been going on here so far tonight. I think that was really the first play, as you said. Brewer in the shotgun, two receivers to either side on first and ten. Looking to throw, fires, and that is going to be ruled. They're going to rule it a catch mm. or no signal. They do call it incomplete. They're a little slow to decide on that one. About six and a half minutes away from the Joe Mullins Company's Live Shop Work Play Halftime Show. Get some scores from around high school football in the area. Mike will break down the first half with the stats. Second and 10 at the 28. Two receivers either side. High snap. Brewer is just going to fall on it back at the 11. And Gainesville is going to have. We'll see where they spot that. All the way back at the 12. So it's going to be. Third and 26. I don't know. Maybe you can blame that on the turf. It's a wet ball for sure. That was a very high snap. So third and 26 from their own town. Well, for the Hurricanes. Two receivers to either side. Brewer in the shotgun. Takes a snap. Back to throw. Pressure coming. Looking downfield. Fires. Ooh. Incomplete. Hurricanes wanted a flag, Rich. I didn't see a flag there. I saw another ball that was thrown in the direction where there were a lot of defenders. Everybody's fighting for position there. I think it's a good no call. So on fourth and 26, the Hurricanes will punt. So now... The Pirates will have a great shot. 5.41 to go in the first half to get on the scoreboard again. And that is Dormaville back deep at the 50, I believe. So Jordan Mills not back out there. He's trying to see who the punter is. I think it's Eli Witt. High spiraling kick. Dormerville fields it at the 45, turns up field, and down around the 35. little indecisive there. Bit of a dangerous play to field the ball in that spot. You let it drop, and then you decide, well, they're not close enough to me. But to, to give Dormerville credit, he really made a nice play out of it. Gets the ball 
into Purple Hurricane territory. And, man, great starting field position on this drive for the Matanzas Pirates. They're going to get started at the 35-yard line of the Purple Hurricanes with 5.28 to go here in the first half. Joe Mullins Company's Live, Shop, Work, Play halftime show coming up in about five and a half minutes. Pirates would love to get one more on the board here. We have timeout for a water break. This is Flagler County High School football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app back in 30. Hello, Florida. This is Joe Mullins. This weekend, we've got a great episode about Kiwanis of Flagler County, how these amazing organizations bring a lot of events, fundraising, and just great community support. Brought to you by Shimento Law. Saturday morning, 930 WNZF. Back here at the ship, first and ten. Pump fake by Evans, looking down the sideline, and intercepted that time by Andreas White. And he cuts to the back across. Maybe there's one time when you don't throw the wheel route. (laughs) So the first Pirate turnover of the night. You like to call the... Yeah, you like to call to go for the knockout shot there. Yeah, you stay aggressive. You're up fourteen nothing. You have you show confidence in your players with a play that time. You know, and sometimes you don't make the right play. But I like the aggressive nature of the play calling for sure. So the Hurricanes will take over first and ten at the thirty after the interception. Three receivers in a bunch to the left. One receiver to the right. Brewer in the shotgun. It's a give up the middle to Wilbon, and he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, and not much more. May not have even gotten there. So you see a lot of adjustments being made by this Pirate defense. All of a sudden, not so easy for the Purple Hurricanes for Gainesville to move the football, and once again, They're set up behind the line of scrimmage. It's a second down and 12. Wilbon, six carries, no yards. As they've gotten them all the way back to zero. Two receivers to either side. Blitz coming. Looking downfield is Brewer. And that's intercepted. And that is Ivan Gaines with the interception. And the Pirates get the ball right back. Yeah, Mason Brewer, immediate pressure with the blitz, kind of just threw it up there. Gainesville is actually here in Palm Coast. Ivan Gaines with the interception. Oh, look at this. See See what I did there? I see it, but I kind of wish I didn't. (laughs) Even people in the crowd are laughing like they heard that too. (laughs) 14-0. It's tough. It's tough. So Pirates will have first and 10 at the 35. So they get the ball right back. Defense helping their quarterback out. An exchange of interceptions. And the Pirates get the ball back with 424 left in the first half. Two backs in the backfield this time for Evans. It's a give to Cole Hash up the middle. He has a hole. He has a first down. He's still on his feet down to the 20. Picks up about 15 on the play. There's Cole Hash getting a carry, and, man, he's the type of guy, if he finds that hole, he gets through there quick, and he's a tough runner. He's hard to bring down. 4.09 to go. 
14-0 Pirates. Evans rolling left. Flag on the play. He's in trouble. They're trying to rip it away, and he's going to go down after a loss. We'll check the flag. Right now, it's a loss of about four. And I believe the flag is on the Purple Hurricanes. Still some discussion. Well, the Pirates are moving forward, so we know that part. Twelve men on the field, one too many. Why would I not be surprised that a place that houses the <laughs> University of Florida would have counting issues? How dare you, Mike? Oh, I just did. I just did first. Gainesville penalty is Andrews goes in motion. Evans rolling left, looking downfield, fires over the middle. Oh. Dormerville got a little too quick with the hands there. It's incomplete. Yeah, you clearly see it on the, the Flagler Radio YouTube channel. He started looking to run before he caught the football. So it'll be second and five at the 16 after the incompletion by Evans. And he gets credit with an incompletion there. That's what makes it tough. Yeah, and it was a great play by Evans. Like you said, he rolled to his left, then threw it right over the middle to the wide-open Dormerville. Two backs this time. It's a give off the left side to Hash. He turns upfield. He's got a first down and maybe a little more than that. Oh, yeah, that was a great run by Cole Hash. Taylor Brewer was back there right away, and he just stiff-armed him. Get away from me, and picked up the first down. Picks up Ted. It's going to be first and goal at the six. Two backs in the backfield with Evans. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. The ball is on the ground. Evans picks it up. He scrambles, he spins, and he moves the ball forward to about the three. So it's a pickup of three, a very dangerous play that time from Evans. Three oh five to go in the half. It's second and goal at the three. And Ian Scott wants to talk it over with his hurricane defense. Back in 30, this is Flagler County High School football on WNZF, WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Advent Health is bringing more to Flagler County. That's more convenience, more services, more care. We've expanded our services in Palm Coast, bringing added convenience and world-class specialty care, including emergency, cardiology, and surgery. With the opening of Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway, a 100-bed full-service hospital, residents of Flagler and St. John's counties will now have two locations where they can access exceptional health care close to home. Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway Hospital is now open. Visit AdventHealthPalmCoastParkway.com to learn more. Back here at the ship. Pirates have second and goal at the three out of the timeout. Three minutes on the dot, on the clock. Pirates lead 14-0. Out of the timeout, Powell and Dormaville to the left. DeFalco and Andrews to the right. Cole Hash in the backfield with Evans. Receiver in motion. Evans rolling to his right. Fires over the middle. 
And touchdown number two for Daniel DeFalco, this time from three yards out. It's 20 to nothing, Matanzas. Three touchdowns tonight for Daquan Evans. Similar play that time from Daquan, able to move to his left and then hit the receiver open over the middle. This time it was Daniel DeFalco. He was able to hold on to it. His third catch of the game. All impactful plays as Landon Grover is going to try and tack on one more. Yeah, one of those catches, one of the best catches you'll see all year. And the other two touchdowns as Grover knocks that through. Back in 30 seconds, this is Flagler County High School Football on the WNCF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. The Eat and Play Combo is back at Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach. Available Monday through Friday, pick one of six entrees and a $35 power card, all for $39.99. Join us for trivia on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m., half-price game Wednesdays, and karaoke on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Skip the rain and the heat at your home of Eat, Drink, Play, and Watch. Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach, you know you want to. I-95, exit 265 by the Tanger Outlets. Back here at the ship, 2.50 to go in the first half. Pirates lead 21-0 in this District 3-S4 battle between Matanzas and Gainesville. Still trying to get a nice FPC score. We, as soon as we can get one, we will get it to you for sure. As Grover has it teed up at the 40. Two guys deep for the Purple Hurricanes. Line drive kick. And that's going to bounce into the end zone for a touchback. And that is where the Purple Hurricanes will take over. And this game starting to take the form of what you would have expected in the first place. 21-0 heading toward halftime. But it did take a little while to get here. You can't, it, you know, you look at the score now and it just it didn't feel like the Pirates were dominating because it was 7-0. Or I should say it felt like they were, but the scoreboard didn't indicate that. Now it is. And slowly but surely, the Pirates are taking control of this game, as you would have hoped. First and 10 at the 20. Two receivers, two to left. They are DeBose and Brewer, two to the right. Backfield is Wilbon with Brewer. Out in the flat, complete this time to Jackson. He's going to fall across the 20 for maybe a yard. I got to give Wilbon there some credit at the running back position. Sometimes you don't glorify these things, but in came Cole Hash on the blitz, and he was full speed, man, and Wilbon picked him up beautifully. Pirates are going to stop the clock here to try and get the ball back one more time. Yeah, they're going to take a timeout. We'll keep it right here. Uh, I just thought that was an impressive play because, I mean, Cole Hash was coming in fast on that blitz, and Wilbon picked it up, put his body in the way. It takes a lot of courage to do something like that. Yeah, when you're a running back, you think about the glory plays, you know, running the ball 15 yards, get that 50-yard run for a touchdown, catching the ball out of the backfield. But it's little things like that when you can pick up the blitz that, that really goes a long way in winning football games. And even though they're down 21 nothing, that was a winning play from Wilbon, just giving his quarterback a couple extra seconds to make a play. Now the Hurricanes can get a score here. They get the ball back to start the third quarter, so they have a chance to 
get back into this game, but I do think they have to get home on this drive. Mason Brewer in the shotgun. Two receivers to the right, two to the left. Back to throw, fires out in the flat. A little tall for Williams. Oh! In the words of Fern Munquist, he has to be the sickest man in the world. <laughs> Ivan Gaines almost had pick number two. Yeah, oh my goodness. Looks like he should have had that when the ball thrown to Matthew Williams in the flat. Bounced right off of him into the hands of Gaines and just couldn't hold on. Five straight incompletions. A lot of deflected balls in this game up for grabs. And I wonder if the wet ball is causing issues with grip, and that's why the ball is sailing. Third and 10 at the 20. Two receivers to the left. Two to the right. Brewer back to throw. Pressure coming. Looking downfield. A little tall and almost intercepted. You're going to get a roughing the passer against the Pirates and give uh, the Purple Hurricanes a first down here. Uh, again, talking about courage. Great job from Brewer to stand in there and take that hit to deliver the football. And you, show, you saw the field again playing a role because he slipped on his drop back. So before we weren't seeing it so much, now we're starting to see the field play a factor in this game because Brewer could not drop back the way he wanted to. He slipped right away. And, uh, yep, roughing the passer against the Pirates and a first down for the Purple Hurricanes. As the night gets cooler and there starts to be a little moisture on the grass, the ground's already wet, the field's starting to get chewed up. First and 10 at the 35 for the Hurricanes. Williams and Brewer to the left. Wilbon in the backfield with Miller looking downfield. Fires the receiver, never turned around. He was looking for his brother that time, Taylor Brewer. Yeah, you would think they would have that chemistry, right? He just kept running. And uh, it, Brewer expected him to stop. So incomplete pass, uh, not on the same page on that play. Clock stops at 1.59 to go in the half. Brewer is just one of his last six for two yards, one of his last seven for two yards and an interception after a 7-for-11 start. After starting so hot, yeah. Gaines will break the huddle. It'll be Brewer, Jackson, and DeBose to the left. Williams to the right. Wilbon in the backfield with Miller. Mason Brewer gives it to Wilbon, and he's going to be dropped in the backfield. The first man there, Seth Clark. Pirates going to call timeout again. Seth Clark leading away. With 152 to go in half. And we'll stay right here for. A third and 12, you don't get a lot of third and 12s that seem critical. Yeah, it's, it's you know, I think you're 100% right. Third, this is an extremely critical moment in the game. And I was thinking about this as well, Mike. You know, when Gainesville was hot, when you did see uh, them moving the football earlier in this game, specifically that first drive, it was so important for them to get the ball in the end zone on that drive. They didn't get it done, and they really haven't been able to muster the offense that they had those first couple drives, and those were missed opportunities for sure. And uh, they see themselves down three scores with two minutes left. Here in the first half, we're about moments away. I shouldn't say moments, but minute 49 away from the Joe Mullins Company's Live Shop Workplay Halftime Show. The only scoring update I can get is the 
Clay Menendez update, which has implications for Matanzas, but still Menendez leading 13 to nothing. Gamble Rogers, Stingray Legends hook up. Cash Downey to Jason Watson to make it 13 nothing. It's third and 12 out of the timeout. Brewer and DeBose to the right. Now Jackson goes with him. Brewer to the left, rather. It's DeBose, Jackson to the right. Jackson in motion. Brewer looking downfield. Fires intercepted. And that is Jaden Sow. He's inside the 20, inside the 10. Can he keep his feet? Dives for the pylon. And it, and it's behind the FHSAA. That's a touchdown. I would think that they're going to mark. I think they're trying to say he stepped out of bounds. So the Pirates will have first and goal at 137 to go. It looks like. I don't know how he got through that first uh, line. There is a flag. Of defense there. It has to be in the area of block and back. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. He squeezed through that first line of defense at around the 15, I think it was. And he thought he was going to get in there. Dove toward the end zone. Hit the pylon with the football. Pylon is still down over there. Someone might want to go take care of that. A mere formality in these parts. So Pirates take over first and 10 at the 29 with 137 left in the half. Looking for more. Pirates need to get ready. They've already whistled for the play clock to start. Hash and Andrews to the right. Dormaville and DeFalco to the left. Fury in the backfield with Evans on first and 10 from the 28. Daquan rolling right. Pressure coming. Ball is tipped at the line of scrimmage. There's a flag on the play. He was going to try to hit Cole Hash right between the safeties in the end zone. It would have been interesting to see how that would have developed, but the ball tipped. Two interceptions in the half by Brewer. Holding against the Pirates. Penalty number six for the Pirates. Yeah, if there's anything you're upset about, if you're Coach Forrest or not pleased with, it's the fact that you have been racking up the penalties in this game. Spot the ball at the 38. Dormafil and DeFalco to the right. Hash and Andrews to the right. Daquan looking downfield. Incomplete. Nice coverage that time by Tony Perryman. And it's going to be second and 20. Yeah, nice coverage out there. But you had the one-and-one coverage. I like the aggressiveness from Daquan Evans. Nice thought. Throw it up for your playmaker to make a play. So I think everything was good on that one. 126 to go in the second quarter. 21-0 Pirates lead. It's second and 20 at the 38-yard line. Andrews and Hash to the right. DeFalco and Dormaville to the left. Fury in the backfield. Evans is going to call his own number up the middle. He has a hole. Makes a man miss. And he's going to be close to the original line of scrimmage. They're going to mark him back down at the 28. It's a gain of 10. And they're right back up to the line of scrimmage. 45 yards rushing for Evans. It's third and 11. They give him nine. He's rolling right. Looking downfield. Has time, has all day. Hits Andrews in the middle. 
He stays on his feet. He's going to be down about the 22-yard line. And you've seen that a lot from Evans here, rolling to one side, throwing the ball to a wide-open guy on the other side. He's, what that tells me is Daquan Evans is really seeing the field. Even when he's running with the football, trying to get to the outside, his eyes are always downfield. And that really enables you to make plays off time. And that's what we see So a lot of successful quarterbacks do. You, know, you extend the play. You give your playmakers a chance to make the play. Timeout, Pirates. We'll take it with them. Back in 30 seconds, this is Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. It's bad enough you can't see. Then you have to wait three weeks to get your eyeglasses. Hi, this is Jade with iStyle Optical. Because we have our own in-house lab, you'll get new eyeglasses the same day or the next day. Come see us in Palm Coast in the Winn-Dixie Plaza on Palm Coast Parkway. License number CAC 181-7213. Thinking about getting a new AC system with the new American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning Unit and their Wi-Fi-enabled thermostat, you can control and maintain the temperature in your house from anywhere using your smartphone. Call Arctic Breeze today and ask about a new American Standard Heating and AC system. Arctic Breeze, they know how to please. We have the coolest customers around. Arctic Breeze. Out of the timeout, fourth and about four from the 22-yard line. Three receivers to the right, DeFalco, Hash, and Andrews. Low snap. It's out to DeFalco. He's going to look downfield. The former quarterback. And it's intercepted by Gainesville down to two. It was slow developing. It was a bad snap dropped by Daquan Evans. It was just slow developing. That's why that happened. And by the time DeFalco looked down the field, the Purple Hurricanes figured out what was happening. So they go to the (laughs) deep in the bag of tricks for that one. Didn't work out. And that is going to be the second interception of the night for Evans. Hurricanes will take over. Well, that interception thrown by uh, Daniel DeFalco. That is DeFalco. It's hard to find good help, Rich, isn't it? (laughs) I would assume Gainesville's just going to run out the clock here. I would assume. They got to go 99 yards in 21 seconds. Or I should say 94 yards. Oh, they're going to take a timeout. Let's take it with them, Mike. Back in 30 seconds, this is Flagler County High School Football on the WNCF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. So you're ready to freshen up the look of your home? You'll see a whole new world when you look through your windows. Blinds and plantation shutters by Jason. Whether it be plantation shutters, window shades that roll up and roll down, horizontals, verticals, even draperies and cornices. And because we're locally owned, we can come out, measure, and install quicker than anyone. Call us anytime. We're in Palm Coast, 386-445-5611. Out of the timeout. When the players return to the field, it will be first and ten at their own uh, three for the Hurricanes, who took a timeout to talk about first and 97 (laughs) with 21 seconds left in the half. Yeah, you got to think about that one. You know, what do we have that can gain, you know, 96 yards in 20 seconds? 
with a quarterback who's thrown six straight, or excuse me, five straight incompletions and completed just one of his last eight. But you're also one and six, so what do you have to lose? Hey, got to try to get on the board here. Interesting development in St. Augustine. Menendez leads Clay 13 to nothing. We'll talk about why that matters at the half. Under center, tush push. It went the wrong way, though. Well, you know, I'm sure Mason Brewer appreciates the opportunity to have Jackson Satterfield fall on him. <laughs> it's funny. We, we saw the tush push uh, before we saw it in the NFL with FPC and the elephant, right? <laughs> I miss those days. That's the end of the first half. Pirates lead 21-0 here at the ship against Gainesville. We'll take a short break and be back with the Joe Mullins Live Shop Play Halftime Report. This is Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. AK Tires are your fast, friendly, local tire experts where you'll score big with lifetime balancing and rotation that's always included when you purchase four new tires. Don't pass up the savings you'll receive on new and used tires, custom wheels, alignments, and repairs at AK Tires. Plus, financing is available. Easy to find just one mile west of I-95 on State Road 100. You'll always make the right call when you call AK Tires, 437-0888. Online at aktires.com or find them on Facebook and Instagram. So you're ready to freshen up the look of your home? You'll see a whole new world when you look through your windows. Blinds and plantation shutters by Jason. Whether it be plantation shutters, window shades that roll up and roll down, horizontals, verticals, even draperies and cornices. And because we're locally owned, we can come out, measure, and install quicker than anyone. Call us anytime we're in Palm Coast, 386-445-5611. It's bad enough you can't see. Then you have to wait three weeks to get your eyeglasses. Hi, this is Jade with iStyle Optical. Because we have our own in-house lab, you'll get new eyeglasses the same day or the next day. Come see us in Palm Coast in the Winn-Dixie Plaza on Palm Coast Parkway. License number CAC 181-7213. Thinking about getting a new AC system with the new American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning Unit and their Wi-Fi-enabled thermostat, you can control and maintain the temperature in your house from anywhere using your smartphone. Call Arctic Breeze today and ask about a new American Standard Heating and AC system. Arctic Breeze, they know how to please. We have the coolest customers around. Arctic Breeze, The Eat and Play Combo is back at Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach. Available Monday through Friday, pick one of six entrees and a $35 power card, all for $39.99. Join us for trivia on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m., half-price game Wednesdays, and karaoke on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Skip the rain and the heat at your home of eat, drink, play, and watch. Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach, you know you want to. I-95, exit 265 by the Tanger Outlets. Tired of having to be the taxi for your kids? They could get their license today. Why wait for them to take a driving test with the state and sit in the DMV office for hours? That is, if you can even get an appointment. It's easy and hassle-free to make an appointment with Elite Driving School. They can take a state driving test right on the spot with trustworthy and qualified instructors and get their driver's license right away. Call Elite Driving School, now testing seven days a week in Flagler and St. John's County. 904-481-9490. 904-481-9490. 9490 or visit EliteDrivingSchoolFL.com. 
When you need cash, cash it in. Hi, this is Rich. And I'm Shelly. We pay cash for just about everything. And we buy gold. Anything of value, chances are we'll pay you cash. Oh, and if you're looking for a great deal on a diamond ring... We got a great selection of jewelry in stock. Come in and check us out. Musical instruments, DVDs, video games, and more. You never know what you're going to find at Cash It In Jewelry and Pawn. We're easy to find, just one mile west of Belterra on 100. So come see us. Or give us a call at 263-2920. And cash, cash it in. Money. Health is bringing more to Flagler County. That's more convenience, more services, more care. We've expanded our services in Palm Coast, bringing added convenience and world-class specialty care, including emergency, cardiology, and surgery. With the opening of Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway, a 100-bed full-service hospital, residents of Flagler and St. Johns Counties will now have two locations where they can access exceptional health care close to home. Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway Hospital is now open. Visit AdventHealthPalmCoastParkway.com to learn more. Hey, you're never going to believe this. I just heard someone say that they don't know where we are. Really? I guess I need to tell them again. Bunnell Auto Supply, one block west of US 1 and State Road 100. Bay Street, Bunnell. And don't forget to tell them that we are the only Napa store in Flagler County. I think you just told them. Oh, right. They also need to know that we do deliver. We should probably tell them that we're not like all the corporate stores. We can get just about anything. What is corporate? Exactly. Come see us at Bunnell Auto Supply. Supply. Bay Street Banal. Hello, Florida. This is Joe Mullins. This weekend, we've got a great episode about Kiwanis of Flagler County. How these amazing organizations bring a lot of events, fundraising, and just great community support. Brought to you by Shimento Law. Saturday morning, 930 WNZF. Back here at the ship, you hear the sounds of the bands of pirates. Aretha Franklin, Elvis Presley, and Prince Music being featured here at halftime. There's the Hound Dog. Oh, no, that's Heartbreak Hotel. That's Heartbreak Hotel. Let's give them a listen here for a minute. Twenty-one nothing pirates here. It's halftime. The Joe Mullins Company's live shop work play halftime show. Great first half there for the Pirates. You saw a lot of dynamic plays, big plays by the offense. Daniel DeFalco getting in on the action. A couple of touchdown catches. Daquan Evans, some big re- big runs with his legs. A couple of touchdown passes. Mike seemed there. We talked about it there during the first half. It seemed like Man, Pirates are dominating this first half, but it's only 7 nothing. And then late in the, in the second quarter, they put a couple scores on the board and pretty much looks like what you would expect. Pirates have been con- in control. They've actually run the same amount of plays as Gainesville. They've gained 230 to 70 for the Purple Hurricanes. 148 yards passing, 10 of 17, three touchdowns and an interception for Daquan Evans. He's also the Pirates' leading rusher with 44 yards rushing. Andre Andrews, five catches, 83 yards for the Pirates. Gainesville, they came out hot out of the gate offensively. Mason Brewer completed seven of his first ten passes. Since then, he is just one of his last eight. He had 72 yards in the first half. Gainesville, 
they didn't really try to run the ball, but they have a total of negative two yards rushing in the first half. On a positive note, no sacks yet for the Hurricanes that yeah. they've allowed. I was surprised by that. That's one of the things that surprised me was uh, how, how they came out there in the first quarter, the Gainesville Purple Hurricanes. It seemed like, man, they came out here to win this game. They're throwing the ball all over the field. And, yeah, like you said, he looked really good. Mason Brewer throwing the ball to, to carry in DeBose. He made some big plays. We even saw David Wilbon out the backfield make some plays. So I was impressed early on with Gainesville. I'm not sure what the Pirates did, if it was schematic or it was just, uh, you know, better effort in the second quarter. But they completely shut down that Purple Hurricane attack and have dominated this game ever since. And Matt Forrest, when I talked to him yesterday, emphasized that they had to withstand a fast start from Gainesville. And that's exactly what we saw, just as he predicted. It was a fast start from the Hurricanes, and they were able to withstand it and keep them off the board when they they bent and didn't break on that first drive. And then the offense has gone to work. A couple of turnovers, I think maybe just being a little too aggressive, but, you know, at times you have to be that way. Update from St. John's County. Nice leads FPC 20-10 to 10 in the second quarter. 20-10. to 10, that, Wow. All right. Both teams playing for the playoff lives. Nice with one more loss. They're not very well liked in the power pole. They're currently ranked 14th besides, despite being 4-3. and three, So a loss would probably send Nice home in November. FPC could fight on, but they're going to have an uphill climb if they don't win this one tonight. Over here, Matanzas up 21-0, currently the 5 seed. They'll play Clay next week, who's currently the 8 seed. Clay losing to Menendez 13-0. Why does that matter? Well, it doesn't really make a difference to Matanzas, but next week, with a loss, Clay is going to be playing for their season, so it adds a little extra to that game next week. Yeah, that's going to be a huge game. That's going to be a game where the Pirates are... Uh, you hear it all the time, the term in sports, like you're, you're going up against a wounded animal. You know, they're desperate. They're going to do whatever they can to keep their season alive. And the Pirates are going to have to be ready for a team that's coming out to play and save their season. And that is going to be the WNZF game of the week next week. We'll be right back here at the ship. That's going to be a huge game for the Pirates. And, and obviously, you, you win this game here tonight, and your season really is going in the right direction if you're the Matanzas Pirates. They definitely are, with a win tonight, they are in firm position for a playoffs. And like I said in the early part of the broadcast, they're the five seed right now, so they can make a move and get into that top four seed and potentially have a home playoff game on November 10th. But it's all in front of them. And, you know, we kind of wondered. They stumbled out of the game a little bit, and I kind of wondered, and I didn't want to use the word trap game. And obviously I'm glad I didn't because it's been anything but that for the Pirates after that first Gainesville drive. Yeah, and, and, you know, the score could be a lot worse than it is right now. Some missed opportunities for the Pirates there in that first half. Also, uh, penalties were an issue for the Pirates. They're going to have to clean that up when they face a team that's desperate ne- next week in the uh, clay, the clay Bull Devils, Blue Devils, excuse me. So uh, as great as this is, Pirates up 21 nothing at halftime. I'm sure Coach Forrest is going to see a lot of things that he, he's going to feel needs to improve as they go into a game against 
Clay next week where, yeah, Clay's going to be fighting for their playoff lives. Six penalties for 50 yards right at the top of that list. I'm sure we'll hear about it after the game. Tune in tomorrow morning, 7.30, Rich and Mike Sports Show. We'll have audio from Coach Coach Forrest and from the Pirate player of the game. I've got somebody in mind, but there's mm. still 24 minutes of football left to be played. Yeah, I think we're probably thinking the same guy. <laughs> I would think so. And that will remain a mystery. You'll find out who the player of the game is tomorrow morning on the Rich and Mike Sports Show right here on WNZF 94.9 FM. And if you miss it live, that's okay. You can check it out on the Flagler Radio app anytime that's good for you. And there you go. That is the Band of Pirates. And it should be an exciting second half here, a possibility of a running clock. Just explain how that works, Mike. So if a team gets up by 35 points or more in the second half, at that point, they don't stop the clock the rest of the game for, except for timeouts, the water break, and the end of the quarter. So on incomplete passes, out of bounds, penalties, the clock will continue to run until we get to zero in each quarter. And even if it gets back below 35, let's say it's 35 nothing, and Gainesville scores to get to 35-7, the clock will continue to run. It does not stop the rest of the game. And that might be the scenario here in the second half, unless Gainesville, they make a move, they start making some plays. One thing I'll, I'll say about Gainesville, they're not quitting. They're out there, they're playing hard, and uh, statistically they had a decent first half. Pirates, they had a better first half. They're leading 21 nothing. You're listening to the Joe Mullins Company's Live, Shop, Work, Play halftime show. We'll be back. After these words, AK Tires are your fast, friendly local tire experts where you'll score big with lifetime balancing and rotation that's always included when you purchase four new tires. Don't pass up the savings you'll receive on new and used tires, custom wheels, alignments, and repairs at AK Tires. Plus, financing is available. Easy to find just one mile west of I 95 on State Road 100. You'll always make the right call when you call AK Tires, 437 0888. Online at aktires.com or find them on Facebook and Instagram. So you're ready to freshen up the look of your home? You'll see a whole new world when you look through your windows. Blinds and plantation shutters by Jason. Whether it be plantation shutters, window shades that roll up and roll down, horizontals, verticals, even draperies and cornices. And because we're locally owned, we can come out, measure, and install quicker than anyone. Call us anytime. We're in Palm Coast, 386-445-5611. It's bad enough you can't see. Then you have to wait three weeks to get your eyeglasses. Hi, this is Jade with iStyle Optical. Because we have our own in-house lab, you'll get new eyeglasses the same day or the next day. Come see us in Palm Coast in the Winn-Dixie Plaza on Palm Coast Parkway. License number CAC 181-7213. Thinking about getting a new AC system with the new American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning Unit and their Wi-Fi-enabled thermostat, you can control and maintain the temperature in your house from anywhere using your smartphone. Call Arctic Breeze today and ask about a new American Standard Heating and AC system. Arctic Breeze, they know how to breathe. We have the coolest customers around, Arctic Breeze. The Eat and Play Combo is back at Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach. Available Monday through Friday, pick one of six entrees and a $35 power card, all for $39.99. 
Join us for trivia on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m., half-price game Wednesdays, and karaoke on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Skip the rain and the heat at your home of eat, drink, play, and watch. Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach, you know you want to. I-95, exit 265 by the Tanger Outlets. Tired of having to be the taxi for your kids? They could get their license today. Why wait for them to take a driving test with the state and sit in the DMV office for hours? That is, if you can even get an appointment. It's easy and hassle-free to make an appointment with Elite Driving School. They can take a state driving test right on the spot with trustworthy and qualified instructors and get their driver's license right away. Call Elite Driving School, now testing seven days a week in Flagler and St. John's County. 904-481-9490. 904-481-9490. Or visit EliteDrivingSchoolFL.com. When you need cash, cash it in. Hi, this is Rich. And I'm Shelly. We pay cash for just about everything. And we buy gold. Anything of value, chances are we'll pay you cash. Oh, and if you're looking for a great deal on a diamond ring... We got a great selection of jewelry in stock. Come in and check us out. Musical instruments, DVDs, video games, and more. You never know what you're going to find at Cash It In Jewelry and Pawn. We're easy to find, just one mile west of Belterra on 100. So come see us. Or give us a call at 263-2920. And cash Cash it in. Advent Health is bringing more to Flagler County. That's more convenience, more services, more care. We've expanded our services in Palm Coast, bringing added convenience and world-class specialty care, including emergency, cardiology, and surgery. With the opening of Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway, a 100-bed full-service hospital, residents of Flagler and St. John's Counties will now have two locations where they can access exceptional health care close to home. Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway Hospital is now open. Visit AdventHealthPalmCoastParkway.com to learn more. Hey, you're never going to believe this. I just heard someone say that they don't know where we are. Really? I guess I need to tell them again. Bunnell Auto Supply, one block west of US 1 and State Road 100. Bay Street, Bunnell. And don't forget to tell them that we are the only Napa store in Flagler County. I think you just told them. Oh, right. They also need to know that we do deliver. We should probably tell them that we're not like all the corporate stores. We can get just about anything. What is corporate? Exactly. Come see us at Bunnell Auto Supply. Bay Street Hello, Florida. This is Joe Mullins. This weekend, we've got a great episode about Kiwanis of Flagler County. How these amazing organizations bring a lot of events, fundraising, and just great community support. Brought to you by Shimento Law. Saturday morning, 930 WNZF. Back here at the ship. 21-0 Pirates over the Gainesville Purple Hurricanes dominating first half. Getting ready for the second half here. Thoughts on Old Town Road? Oh, fantastic song. When I do PA for St. Augustine Baseball, the kids beg me to put it on my playlist. And I'm very particular about my playlist because we made a pretty good run after I changed the playlist, so I was very superstitious about it. I put it in the playlist. We lost the first game. We lost the second game. The third game, they blew an eight-run lead. And the fourth game, after the fourth loss, the, or after the third loss, the pandemic happened. So it never went back into the playlist. Oh, yeah. This is going to be one of those classics, I think, 10 years, 20 years from now. You'll still hear this song played at sporting events. Big fan of the song, though. Some other scores from around the area. Pine Ridge, big game for them trying to 
keep their district hopes alive until they get slaughtered by Mainland. They're up 27-20 on Seabreeze. FPC still 20-10 as they near the half up in St. John's, also in St. John's. Clay, FPC trails 20-10. to 10. 20-10, yes. An important detail. <laughs> We've got other big games, Spruce Creek and University, as University is trying to continue and win their first district championship in school history. Trying to get a score there, but we're in that time of year, Rich, where all these games matter. Right. You know, even the games that are against cupcakes, you can't afford to drop those. No. That's why it was so important for the Pirates to come out here tonight and take care of business against the Purple Hurricanes before they face the Blue Devils next week here at the ship, which is going to be a huge game. And this is an exciting night if you're a Matanzas Pirates fan. You're on the verge of going 5-2. and two. You're going to get your first district win of the season. It looks like you're possibly in the driver's seat to get into the playoffs this year, which isn't, let's, let's face it, it's not an annual thing, right? Uh, at least it hasn't been historically. Uh, there's been a lot of success here in recent years. So uh, that's a, it's an exciting time to be a Matanzas Pirate fan here in Flagler County. It would be only the fourth time the Pirates have reached the playoffs in their history. University leads Spruce Creek 8-0 in the, in the second quarter. As that game is a nail-biter. That game is important for University to win for FPC because it improves... Their strength of schedule, although they're sixth in the state in strength of schedule, and at two and four and possibly two and five, probably the only thing keeping FPC's playoff hopes alive as injuries have decimated the team. And FPC, where they had a couple of good weeks in a row there, and, and all of a sudden they can't score points, having trouble on defense. It's taken a bit of a turn for the Bulldogs after uh, some early season success. Marcus Mitchell being out, Noah Doolin being out on offense, on defense, Stacy Mitchell was hurt. Ethan LaPeppa was hurt. Travell Adams, their big nose tackle, was hurt. And the strength of that FPC team is that defensive line. So losing three defensive linemen, you still have Colby Cronk, but he's a lot easier to deal with when you only have to worry about him, and you can double and maybe even triple team him when you need to. Yeah, so injuries have really decimated the FPC roster, and they're still fighting hard. Coach Fish still has his team out there fighting hard, but... The injuries sure have been rough on them, that's for sure. Nice made a change at quarterback last week. They went to a young man named Bryce Fick. Bryce, or Bryce Frick. Bryce Frick. Say Bryce there Frick. Go. There we go. <laughs> and he transferred um, to Pon- from Ponte Vedra to Nice around the time Cole Walker transferred back to FPC. And he got his first start against St. Augustine. He completed 18 passes, had a few critical drops by his team. But the Nice offense was moving up and down the field against St. Augustine last night. So it's it's a challenge for a young FPC secondary. And Nice has a talented receiver named Maddox Spencer who came into the game with 900 yards receiving. Everybody in the building knew Maddox Spencer was getting the ball last week. And he still had 169 yards. He had a 300-yard game receiving earlier in the year. So it's been a challenge for FPC up in St. John's tonight. That's when you know somebody's talented, too, when you know it's coming and you just can't stop them. So we're getting ready to kick off here in the third quarter. I think the Pirates missed the warm-up period, so they were out here pretty late. They've been late coming out of huddles, and <laughs> it's been that kind of night. But, hey, it's been a good night. 21 nothing Pirates getting set, for the, and they get the delay of game there, Mike. Yes. 
It's a very interesting start. It'll be Pirates had six penalties for 50 yards. That's number seven. Yeah. <laughs> and the clock hasn't even started rolling yet here on the second half. And now they've come off the field. Gainesville still on the field, so not sure what's happening here. As we get set for the second half of football from the ship, and the Pirates are starting to warm up. So I guess they're taking the delay of game penalty to warm up. Interesting situation there. You know, there's a, some construction going on here at the ship, so maybe it took them a little longer to, to get around all that. Well, they just put three minutes on the clock, so I'm thinking that's going to be... I'm not sure if that's a sideline warning or a sideline infraction. So now uh, Gainesville as well on the sideline. They begin to warm up. I think they're just trying to stay loose now that they were ready to go. Well, the Pirates are getting set for the second half. They're warming up. 21-0 Matanzas. We'll be back with the second half of football from the ship. You're listening and watching Flagler County High School football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. AK Tires are your fast, friendly, local tire experts where you'll score big with lifetime balancing and rotation that's always included when you purchase four new tires. Don't pass up the savings you'll receive on new and used tires, custom wheels, alignments, and repairs at AK Tires. Plus, financing is available. Easy to find just one mile west of I-95 on State Road 100. You'll always make the right call when you call AK Tires, 437-0888. Online at aktires.com or find them on Facebook and Instagram. 21-0 Pirates as we start the third quarter. Mike Licio, Rich Cal here with you on a gorgeous night at the ship. And that is a high end over a kick. That's not Landon Grover. It's fumbled by Gainesville. It's picked up by Andrews. And he's going to step out of bounds at the 26. That was actually, well, I don't have a 31 on my side. I believe that was Alex Prosek that kicked off that time. What a disastrous start to the second half for the Purple Hurricane. Short kick to the up back, and he is immediately drilled. Fumbles the football recovered by Andrews. So if you're wondering what was going on there, Halftime is 17 minutes, and then there's a three-minute warm-up period, which the players are supposed to return to the field. The Pirates did not, so they assessed the delay of game penalty against the Pirates and moved it back five yards and then gave them the warm-up period. And I think they're going to call that... They're going to say you can't... Now, I don't understand this. You can't advance a, a kickoff if you recover it as an onside kick, but if somebody fumbles... I would think that you'd be able to advance the ball because it's a fumble, not the kickoff. Evans in the shotgun to start. Give to Hash off the left side. He's met in the backfield. And what a great tackle that time with Jamarian Carnegie to bring Hash down for a loss of two on the play. Yeah, we saw Hash try to use that stiff arm again to get rid of the tackler, but Carnegie wasn't having it. Not very often you bring Cole Hash down. Second and 12, Pirates continue. This time it's the Fury off the right side for about two. He gets it back. And right away, the Pirates faced with the third and long here. But they did steal a possession to start the third quarter. 
two. Hash going out wide with Jeffrey Powell to the left. DeFalco and Andrews to the right. Fury in the backfield on third and 12 at the 42. 10.53 to go in the third. Evans back to throw. Steps up. Still looking downfield. He turns upfield. He's got the first down or very, very close to it. We'll check the spot. Looks like they're going to give it to him, Mike. So a pickup of 11 by Daquan Evans. Pirates left first and 10 at the 29-yard line. Evans, 54 yards rushing. Takes a snap, rolls to the right, out in the flat to Andrews. His sixth catch of the night. He's going up the sideline. He's going to be pushed out of bounds at the 22, a pickup of seven. Boy, uh, Andre Andrews having a big night. He's making that decision on player of the game pretty tough here. <laughs> he certainly is. 11th completion of the night for Evans. Second and three at the 22. Evans in the shotgun. It's a gift to Fury off the left side. He bounces forward. I think he got the first down. He's down to the 18. It's a pickup of four. And another Pirate first down. They're moving furiously, Rich. Yeah, nice run that time from Fury. A power run. You really look at him as a speed guy, but he got through there, and he was dragging tacklers for the first down. Fury with 19 yards. This is a give the hash off the left side. He's got a hole. He's The ball came out. And hash fumbles. And the Gainesville Purple Hurricanes will recover. Oh, that turnover is going to keep the Hurricanes in this ball game. Looked like the Pirates were on the fast track to reaching that running clock score. But Gainesville now, they get the ball back early in in the third quarter. Only down by three scores. I say only in the sense that there's a lot of time left in this ball game. And they stole a possession in the Pirates... And the Pirates stole a possession, and the Hurricanes stole it back. Now you can add another th- uh, li- another item to that list of concerns for the Pirates here. Penalties and turnovers. So it'll be first and ten at the ten for the Hurricanes. New quarterback in the game. He's rolling out to his right. That is Andreas White, who had an interception earlier. Takes it off the right side for about 15. So that's number 17 in at quarterback, Jeffrey Powell. On my roster, they have him listed as a wide receiver. He's a big kid. Oh, excuse me, looking at the wrong, thank you. He's looking at the wrong roster. First and 10 at the 23 after a 13-yard gain for the game. He's big, huh? He sure is. He's tall. He's Looks like he's got to be at least 6-4. Out to the left side. Same thing we've seen from all quarterbacks tonight. That one a little tall. And the thing about uh, the, the pass there from Andreas White was not good form. He didn't set his feet. It was kind of an arm throw. And when you throw the football, you know you got to use a lot of your lower body. You want to get your feet pointed in the right direction for accuracy. You want to use that lower body to put a little zip on the ball, and that was all arm there, and it didn't look good. So after the Gainesville penalty of illegal formation, it'll be second and, excuse me, first and 15 at the 19. For the Hurricanes. Jackson and DeBose to the left. 
Brewer to the right, along with Williams. In the pistol is Andreas White. It's a give off the sweep to Jackson, and that's going nowhere. Cole Hatch was waiting for him, and it looks like they're going to tack on a penalty there. Another penalty here on, on the field. And it's a face mask against the Pirates, so if Gainesville doesn't get a first down off of it, it's going to be pretty close to it. Yeah. It's not an automatic first down in high school. Personal foul, face mask against the Pirates. 15-yard penalty first down. And, yeah, right at the stick, so that's going to give him a first down. So that moves the ball up to the 34-yard line. It's first and 10 at the 34-yard line. It's interesting to see Andreas White because he's literally you know, NFL quarterback size out there. This is a big kid. Pistol formation. It's a toss to the left side. And it looks like the Pirates have it. We'll see what the call is. It looked like a Matanzas Pirate was the first to fall on it. And it is recovered by Zach O'Gwin. No, they're going to give it to... One official did signal the other way. No, it's going to stay right here with the Purple Hurricanes. So it's a loss of about six for Jackson. It's just a a sloppy play there, a, a, a terrible toss to the, the back shoulder, didn't even get it to him, and they fumbled it. So second and 16 at the 27-yard line. Shotgun formation. White, that snap was like a bullet. He was able to handle it, though. He's going to call his own number, move up field. Ooh. Bounces off Shamari and Gaines and picks up about eight on the play. Now he's definitely looked good running with the football. Two carries, 21 yards. Third and six. Yeah, yeah, two Pirates holding on to White, and then Shamarian Gaines came in and and ended that run with a big hit. 8-18 to go in the third quarter. Pirates lead 21-0. Third and six from the 37-yard line. Two receivers to the left. Two to the right. White has time. He's going to call his own number again. He's fighting for the first down, and he's going to get it and a little more. Well, there you go. This is the most positive offense we've seen for the Purple Hurricanes since the first quarter is that running game with Andreas White. Needed six, got seven. Three big runs on this drive so far. 30 yards in total. Very nearly turned the ball over. So it's first and 10 at the 44-yard line. Three receivers to the left are DeBose, Brewer, and Jackson. Williams all alone to the right. White in the shotgun. It's a give up the middle to Wilbon, and that hole is quickly closed up as big Jackson Satterfield brings him down. Yeah, there have been zero holes since the first quarter for the Purple Hurricanes. They have been bottling up Wilbon. So... No gain on the play. It's going to be second and 10 at the 44. And maybe there should be some more designed runs here for Andreas White. He's looked really impressive with the football in his hands. He has 30 yards rushing. The rest of the team is combined for negative eight. That's only on three carries. He's averaging 10 yards a carry, Mike. I can do that math. He's back to throw. 
Steps up. Man, he's a lumbering. Oh, the ball pops out. It's picked up by. It's picked up by Wilbon, but what a hit by Seth Clark. Oh, yeah, and that's one of those perfect hits. The helmet on the football, it popped right out of there. And he's been a little loose with that ball. Gainesville fortunate to get it back, and here they are. This is where they've been all night, third and long. They need the 44. They're at their own 45. That is... Make sure my math is right. They're actually at the 40, so it's third and six, third and 14 from the 40. They have not attempted a pass since the first play of this drive. Yeah, and that one did not look too good. Jackson, DeBose, and Brewer to the right. Williams to the left. Wilbon in the backfield is white. Seth Clark coming. Throws up a cookie, and it's caught by Shamarian Gaines for the interception. He's back up the right side. He's across the 40, across the 50, cuts back upfield. There's a flag on the play. He's going to be down at the 45. Shamarian Gaines with a big turnover interception there. Just threw it up there. Yeah, you know, it's one of those plays where you wonder, Man, he looks really good running with the football, but not in great form throwing the football. Again, just throwing with the arm, not using his lower body. And it just fluttered up there and landed right in the hands of Shamarian Gaines. A nice run back that time. I guess it'll be negated by a personal foul on the return, and that's going to move the Pirates back to the 40-yard line. But, yeah, he, he looks to part. Big, strong, physical athlete. Runs great with the football. But when he throws it, just not quarterback form on these throws. We got a timeout for a water break. And they'll be first and 10 at the 40 out of that timeout. Clay has begun a comeback against Menendez. It's 13 to 7. Menendez leads. But they were up 13-7 in the half against Tokoy last week and fell 34-13. So we'll see if the Pirates can hold on. Not the Pirates, the the Falcons. (laughs) The Falcons over at, what is it, the Nest? Are they at the... the, They're at the Nest. They're at the Nest. Stadium. So the Pirates again a chance to add to this lead. And it seems like every time we say that, there's a turnover or a penalty. Uh, It's been a lot of that since they've taken this three-score lead. That was the eighth penalty of the night. They'll start this drive from their own 40. Evans in the shotgun. Dormerville, DeFalco, and Andrews to the right. Powell to the left. Fury in the backfield. It's a misdirection of Fury. He's got a hole. He's got a first down and more. He's across the 40, inside of the 30. Tackle out of bounds. That should be an easy 15 to tackle yeah, on, and they easy, will. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see the flag immediately, but you can't tackle a guy when he's seven yards out of bounds. So it's a 32-yard run for Fury, but they're going to add 15 to that. I mean, he was almost to the track. 31-yard run. By oh, they didn't call it. No, they, yeah, I, I thought I didn't see a flag out there. I saw something drop, maybe a towel. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, you know, I won't say what I always say, but, you know, 
by the rule as that's a pass in the flat to Powell that time. And he's going to be close to the first down for a gain of nine. Nice moves, a series of moves from Powell, tiptoeing the sideline, getting about nine out of that one. It was a 32-yard run for Fury. Powell picks up nine from Evans, his first catch of the night. Check. That's Dormaville, Andrews, and DeFalco to the right. Powell to the left. Evans rolling right. Firing downfield, looking deep, and it's overthrown and incomplete. It'll be third and one. Clock stops with 440. There it goes. Clock stops with 4.43 to go in the third quarter. Pirates lead 21-0. Yeah, he threw that ball into double coverage there, but I think he was just trying to throw it out of bounds because there was nobody open on that play. So it'll bring up third and one at the 19. Third and one at the 19 for the Pirates. Dormerville and Powell to the left. DeFalco and Andrews to the right. Fiore's going to take it up the middle. He's got the first down. They drive him back, but not before he gets forward progress. And a first down at the 16, a pickup of three. A couple nice runs here on this drive from Fury. He's been the focus of the offense as the Pirates try to add to this lead with four and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. They lead 21-0. Two backs in the backfield, Fury and Hash. They're trying to get lined up. It's going to be a power formation, I believe, here. Evans is going to call his own number to the left side. He's got a hole. He's got a first down. He's got a score. 16 yards, Daquan Evans. It's 27-0 as the clock stops with 4.09 to go in the third quarter. There you go. Right up the middle with Daquan Evans. And he's really shown it all to you tonight. Laser passes, deep passes on the ground with his legs. He's making all kinds of plays out there. Now, there is a flag on the field, so we've got to check that, but it's looking like maybe it was after the play. So they saw a celebration, but they didn't see a tackle eight yards out of bounds. Steak sauce. <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows what I'm talking about, but it's not Heinz 57 steak sauce that I'm complaining about. Oh, I, I, that's what I was it's thinking. the association with steak sauce. <laughs> the other, the competitor, A1, that I associate with the official topping to steak. <laughs> well, they don't want, you know, I think the officials may be wanting to avoid the running clock here. You know, <laughs> Maybe. Just kidding. I'm A just A lot joking. of discussion. Hey, did anyone see how that guy ended up on the sideline with somebody on top of him? So now they're discussing it. As my old science teacher in eighth grade, Mr. Biles, used to say, let's cuss and discuss. (laughs) Mr. Biles. He retired and became a park ranger in Alaska. Wow. Yeah, cool dude. Yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. His favorite thing was, in his own words, to blow S up. I think you just introduced me, Mike, to my new life ambition. Park Ranger in Alaska. That sounds awesome. Touchdown is good after the play. Offsetting personal fouls. Offsetting personal fouls. Okay, so long discussion to go ahead and call. What was going on in that discussion, Mike? Did he do it? Did he really do it? Maybe. I'm not sure. Let's just call offsetting penalties. 
So that'll bring Landon Grover out. 27-0 Pirates pending the extra point. Almost automatic with Landon Grover. We w- Halftime at Nice, FPC trails 34-17. What's Landon Grover's long on the season, Mike? 54. It's a yeah, school record right. at yeah. Tokoy. Yeah, that was something else. Zach O'Gwin will snap. Cole Hash will hold. As you know, Grover will kick. In a shocking development. <laughs> There's a snap. The kick is up. The encroachment isn't called. Yeah. The kick is good. I was thinking the same exact thing. 4.09 remaining in the third quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. This is Flagler County High School Football on WNZF and the Flagler Radio app. You're never going to believe this. I just heard someone say that they don't know where we are. Really? I guess I need to tell them again. Bunnell Auto Supply, one block west of US 1 and State Road 100. Bay Street, Bunnell. And don't forget to tell them that we are the only Napa store in Flagler County. I think you just told them. Oh, right. They also need to know that we do deliver. We should probably tell them that we're not like all the corporate stores. We can get just about anything. What is corporate? Exactly. Come see us at Bunnell Auto Supply. Bay Street Banel. Back here at the ship. 409 to go in the third quarter. Pirates up 28 to nothing. Mike Vicio, Rich Carroll here with you on a beautiful night at the ship. Update from Menendez. Falcons lead 20 to 7. 13-yard touchdown by another Gamble Rogers Stingray great, Mason Lynch. I was the middle school announcer for most of the Menendez kids. So that's where that comes from. <laughs> Back here about 12 miles down the road, Landon Grover steps into that one. It's a squib kick. Fielded on the bounce and then smart play by Darius Ford. He says, you know what? I've got the ball. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. That's the smartest thing you can do in that situation. So he falls down at the 28, and that is where the Purple Hurricanes take over. One score away from a running clock. Yeah, 28-0 here with four minutes and seven seconds to go in the third quarter. One more score, and that clock is going to keep running. So we'll see. It looks like Brewer is back at quarterback. For the Hurricanes, the Andreas White experiment is over. Yeah, there were things he did well, but one of them was not throw the football. He's got to work on that. Holds the ball like a loaf of bread. That's a high snap. And all. Now, the difference is if Andreas White was in the game, he probably would have fielded that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you could get a snap high enough to go over his head. So that one's going to go all the way back to the 13. So it's going to be second and 25 for the Hurricanes. As they struggle here in the second half, Brewer and Jackson to the left, DeBose and Williams to the right. Will, Will Bond in the backfield. High snap again. He has some trouble. He's got to pick it up. 
Throws it incomplete. There is a receiver in the area, though. Great play from Mason Brewer to have the wherewithal to pick that ball up in the end zone and get rid of it in the direction of a receiver and avoid the safety. And it's going to bring up third down and 25. (laughs) He, He really has to be upset with his offensive line there. I come back in the game and two straight high snaps. That's setting up. I think, he, I think the center forgot that the shorter quarterback is in. Yeah. So the ball is all the way back to the 12-yard line now. What is that, a third down and 30? Third and 20. Let's see, it's at the 13. They need the 38. So it's third and 25. And the blitz coming. Snaps good this time. Ball comes out anyway. It's recovered by the Pirates. That is Jordan Theus Vale with the fumble recovery. Wilbon just left it on the ground. It's amazing. This is a completely different team than you saw in that first quarter where they were throwing the ball all over the field. They look like a functional offense in this second half. And really, since the second quarter, they can't even hand the football off. Every single time, it's a fumble. It's going to be first and goal at the six for the Pirates. They, they can't even complete a snap, Mike. Two straight snaps over the quarterback's head, and then a fumbled uh, exchange between the quarterback and the running back. I'm sure the ball is a little slick because it's been on a muddy field all night. Pirates have first and goal. DeFalco lined up at tight end off the left side. I think there's some confusion that. Matt Forrest is going to want to discuss this. No, Ian Scott does. Well, we'll let him discuss it. We'll come back in 30 seconds. This is Flagler County High School Football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. The Eat and Play Combo is back at Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach. Available Monday through Friday, pick one of six entrees and a $35 power card, all for $39.99. Join us for trivia on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m., half-price game Wednesdays, and karaoke on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Skip the rain and the heat at your home of eat, drink, play, and watch. Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach, you know you want to. I-95, exit 265 by the Tanger Outlets. Seven to go in the third quarter. Pirates lead 28 to nothing. Here at the ship, trying to get their first district win of the season against Gainesville. Pirates one score away from running the clock. DeFalco in the backfield with Fury. Dormaville and Powell to the left. Andrews to the right. Evans in the shotgun. At the six, takes the snap. Play action. Over to the Falco. His third touchdown of the night. And pending the extra point, Rich. It's statistically proven that when it's 34 to nothing, that extra point misses 92.7% of the time. I don't know where you got that number, but I feel like it's accurate. (laughs) Of course it's accurate. Would I steer you wrong? Of course not. Man, what a beautiful play design that was. Play action, fake, misdirection. DeFalco wide open for the easy pitch and catch and the touchdown. What a night for Daniel DeFalco. His third touchdown of the night. His one non-touchdown catch was probably the best one of them all. Yeah. The battery of O'Gwin, Hash, and Grover trying to make that clock roll. Bad snap, and 
Somehow Grover got it through. Amazing. <laughs> I was almost statistically right. You that would have been great. <laughs> so the clock will upon the kickoff, the clock will stop. I'll tell them to wind it now. So the clock will only stop at the end of the quarter, timeouts, and the fourth quarter water break. So big night here for the Matanzas Pirates. They got the 35 to nothing lead with 244 to go in the third quarter, and we'll get that running clock in the uh, in the fourth quarter. And the Pirates will move to five and two on the season pending a miracle. They shouldn't let me operate the scoreboard, Rich. <laughs> Two eleven to go. The clock is going to run. Grover is going to kick. Landon Grover ready to kick it away. And the Purple Hurricanes, man, they haven't been able to muster any offense since the first quarter. And that is a line drive kick. Bobbled by Wilbon at the five. Lots of room to run, though. I think the Pirates have made some wholesale changes, though, as they'll get that out to around the 35. Grover's kick returned out across the 30 to about the 34-yard line. That's where the Hurricanes will take over. First and 10. And so it'll be first and 10 at the 34 for the Hurricanes. And who will be at quarterback? And I guess more importantly, who will be at center? Right. That's been a big issue. Three or four snaps uh, over the quarterback's head here tonight. Two on the last drive. Uh, numerous fumbles from this offense. And that's my thing. They looked so good in the first quarter. It's like two different teams between the first quarter and the next two. And I guess that's part of the growth process for a young team. That was a playoff team two years ago. And since that playoff game, they are 1-17. Brewer in the shotgun, looking downfield, fires into triple coverage, incomplete. Brewer has thrown seven straight incompletions and is one of his last ten for two yards. Yeah, it's been a struggle since that first quarter. But I think we've seen some good things from Brewer here tonight. Uh, he does have good mechanics. He can throw the football. He sees the field. It just hasn't gone his way since that first quarter. And that is going to be part of the growth process for him, assuming he's not a senior. And that is the end of the third quarter. Pirates lead 35 nothing. Back in 30 seconds, this is Flagler County High School football on the WNZF Sports Network and the Flagler Radio app. Tired of having to be the taxi for your kids? They could get their license today. Why wait for them to take a driving test with the state and sit in the DMV office for hours? That is, if you can even get an appointment. It's easy and hassle-free to make an appointment with Elite Driving School. They can take a state driving test right on the spot with trustworthy and qualified instructors and get their driver's license right away. Call Elite Driving School, now testing seven days a week in Flagler and St. John's County. 904-481-9490. 904-481-9490. Or visit EliteDrivingSchoolFL.com. 
back here at the ship, getting ready to start the fourth quarter. Clock already running as we have the running clock and a 35-0 score for the Matanzas Pirates on the verge of going 5-2 on the season and collecting their first district victory of the season. Mason Brewer out there with his offense. They're going to try to get on the board here. They have the ball at their own 33-yard line. Four wide receivers. Based on scores in the area. Wilbon gets the ball in the backfield. Breaks the tackle. Still going. And he's met by Cole Hash at the 30. Aiden Try helping out along with Braden Russell. That was actually number 28. Armani Jones on the carry. It's third down. So third down and long. And this has been uh, what we've seen all night from this offense of the Purple Hurricanes. Third and long after third and long after third and long. They never were able to run the ball other than Andreas White's 30 yards. They are combined negative 11 rushing. And that doesn't include all the bad snaps. Four wide receivers once again for Brewer. Looking left, he's going to set up his receiver for a screen. That's Daytron Jackson. He tries to get to the outside, pushed out of bounds, right at the line of scrimmage, and it'll be fourth and long. His first completion in a long time. Good for zero. It looks like uh, the offense will stay on the field here for the Purple Hurricanes. The Band of Pirates trying to drum up some excitement from this pirate crowd and there's a lot to be excited to, about tonight with a 35-0 lead and the pirates took the first step towards a playoff berth they had four games and Matt Forrest said he was fortunate that three of those games were at home the pirates were so good tonight they put the crowd to sleep here Not a lot of people made the trip over from Gainesville. Nine and a half minutes to go. Gainesville set to punt it away to the Pirates. Pirates have a man at the 40. Looked like somebody might have gotten a piece of that. And they'll let it roll dead at the 41. It was close. And that's where the Pirates will take over. We'll see if the starters come back out here. We do have a running clock. Approaching nine minutes to go in the game. 35-0 Pirates over Gainesville. Any updates around uh, the area, Mike? Nice is still at the half, down 34-17. 20-7 Menendez going to the fourth quarter. It looks like they're going to upset Clay. Wow, what a devastating loss. And if you're the Pirates, would you have wanted to see Clay win that game? Because now they'll be even more desperate coming into that game next Friday. I think because you play both schools, it's a wash, but I agree with you that that's probably going to make Clay a little more hungry. Coming into next week's game. Who's that at quarterback there? That's Jackson Lundahl. Oh, Jack, our, our old friend Jackson Lundahl in at quarterback. Takes a high snap. He feels it, hands it off to Fury, and he's going to be dragged down in the backfield for a loss of about six yards. Trying to get a lot of young kids in here in the fourth quarter. With yeah, that was Wiley Connor on the carry, I, I believe. Or was that? No, no, that, 
That Excuse was me. Fury, but that Wiley Connor is in the game. He is in the game. He is in the backfield with Fury and with Lundell. Three wide receivers, two to the right, one to the left. And this time he'll get it. I, I saw it coming, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be. Gets about a yard on that play. There's a flag on the play. Does Wiley Connor. I think if I'm Gainesville, I decline it. Yeah, it's already. They're going to take it, though. I would think you'd want to. You, if you keep the penalty. Uh, you it's going to be third and long, and you save clock. But Well, the clock's not stopping anyway. Yeah. There's no saving the clock at this point. But you'd ra- wouldn't you rather have third and 13 instead of second and 15? Or, th- well, or second and 18, third and 18 instead of second and 20? In this situation, I think I would have declined the penalty for sure. And Fury gets the uh, screen pass, and he fumbles the football, and it's recovered by Gainesville. So another turnover for the Matanzas Pirates here tonight. And as good as the scoreboard looks with the penalties and the turnovers here tonight, a lot for Coach Forrest and that staff to think about and to clean up. We'll have timeout for a water break, Rich. Oh, yeah, we'll take a timeout with them. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening and watching Flagler County High School football on News Radio WNZF 94.9 FM and the Flagler Radio YouTube channel. The Eat and Play Combo is back at Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach. Available Monday through Friday, pick one of six entrees and a $35 power card, all for $39.99. Join us for trivia on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m., half-price game Wednesdays, and karaoke on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Skip the rain and the heat at your home of Eat, Drink, Play, and Watch. Dave & Buster's Daytona Beach, you know you want to. I-95, exit 265 by the Tanger Outlets. Back here at the ship, 35-0 Pirates. 6.32 to go in the fourth quarter. We have a running clock in Gainesville. They have a shot here to get on the scoreboard. I'll have some updates after this play for some scores. Mason Brewer in the shotgun. Back to pass, looks left, throws toward the end zone. It's fluttering up there, a jump ball. And it falls harmlessly to the ground. So we've got some scoring updates. It's 9.04 on the East Coast and up in the 9.04. FPC trails 34-17 as the third quarter starts against Nice. Clay trying to come back. Thank you for the update, Bryce Petlett. We'll see Bryce next week, I'm told. But Clay trails 20-13 to in the fourth quarter, trying to come back against Menendez. University leads 15-6 in the third, trying to hold off Spruce Creek and a critical 4S matchup. And here Gainesville has a second down and 10 from the Matanzas 26-yard line. They trail 35-0, under six minutes to go. Sets up the screen, but it's a little high and not handled by Matthew Williams. And it's going to be third and long, and this is where Gainesville has been, it seems, on every single series since the first quarter. Third and long. That was Landon Chadwick on the touchdown score. Michael Licio the third tells me he's at the Menendez game tonight. Maybe we'll get a clay preview from him. 
four wide receivers. Handoff. No, he's going to keep it himself, does Brewer. Off the right side. He's going to get about five on the run. We haven't seen a lot of that here tonight. So that'll set up a fourth down and five for the Gainesville Purple Hurricanes. Pretty good ball fake there. Yeah, but it's coming back, holding against the offense. So it's declined. And we'll get that fourth and five. You got one official marching it back, but I, I thought I saw the head referee signal declined, and he did. And <laughs> a little confusion here. He's, now they'll discuss it. Yeah, a lot of confusion. And now he'll march it on back and set up that fourth and five. Communication is key, Mike. It sure is. You might say it's priority A1. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Very clever. 3.49 to go in the game. Clock running. Mason Brewer has four wide receivers. It's fourth down and five. Their best opportunity to score tonight from the Matanzas 26. Throws toward the end zone, and it's intercepted. Past the 20. And he'll be pulled out of bounds at the 30-yard line. I didn't see who that was, Mike. I'm still trying to get the number close to me. This is the only thing I don't like about these uniforms. That's number 23. Mason Obama. Mason Obama Jr. on the interception. And the Pirates will take over as the clock continues to roll, nearing three minutes to go in the game. So the Pirates... I would think this is the last time Gainesville is going to see this, see the ball. So on fourth and five there, they kind of just throw it up toward the end zone, and Obama came down with the interception. It has not been a clean game, Mike. Brewer was 7 for 10 for 68 yards, and since then he's 2 for 13 with three interceptions for two yards. Wow. Shut down by this Pirate defense. Lundell back out there. He's going to hand the ball off to... That's going to be... Was that Wiley Connor? That is Wiley Connor. Wiley Connor on the carry. So some of the backup players getting some action here in the fourth quarter for the Pirates as they are well in control with a 35-0 lead. Handoff once again to the outside. There's a flag on the field. That's number 21, Jeremiah Edwards. This one's coming back, though. He's had 12 yards on the carry and a first down, but it's going to be holding against the Pirates. Nine penalties tonight for Matanzas. I don't think when we talk to Coach Forrest after the game, He's going to be as bright and chipper as you would expect someone who well, won 35 nothing to be. 35 nothing. They're clearly much better than Gainesville. However, these penalties and how many turnovers? What's the count now uh, for the Pirates? I think that's the other issue they face here tonight. It's three, I believe. So three turnovers, nine penalties against a better team, against Clay next week. That could, that could lose you the football game. Lundell takes the snap. He's going to hand the ball off again to Edwards. And he's pushing the pile forward. Gets about three yards. Pirates will have to snap the ball one more time. We are under 60 seconds to go in the game. 
And the Pirates on the verge of their first district victory of the season. They're going to be 5-2. and two, And if the season ended right now, they would be in the playoffs. Another game that has implications for FPC. Bartram Trail leading Creekside 24-19. Lundell keeps himself up the middle. Right back to the line of scrimmage. And with 30 seconds left... That might be the final play of the game. Unless you're Mario Cristobal, then you'll try to run it. <laughs> I don't know if any of you caught the end of that Miami game a couple weeks ago. The Hurricanes had 35 seconds left, just had to take a knee. They ran the ball, the running back fumbled, and with one second left, Georgia Tech hit a 44-yard bomb to beat the Hurricanes in one of the biggest coaching blunders in history. And that will do it. The Matanzas Pirates are 5-2 and two on the season and get their first district victory over the Gainesville Purple Hurricanes. They win this one 35-0. We'll be back after these words to put a bow on this one. You're listening to Flagler County High School Football on News Radio WNZF 94.9 FM. And you're watching the game on the Flagler Radio YouTube page of having to be the taxi for your kids they could get their license today why wait for them to take a driving test with the state and sit in the dmv office for hours that is if you can even get an appointment it's easy and hassle-free to make an appointment with elite driving school they can take a state driving test right on the spot with trustworthy and qualified instructors and get their driver's license right away call elite driving school now testing seven days a week in flagler and st john's county 904 904-481-9490 or visit EliteDrivingSchoolFL.com. When you need cash, cash it in. Hi, this is Rich. And I'm Shelly. We pay cash for just about everything. And we buy gold. Anything of value, chances are we'll pay you cash. Oh, and if you're looking for a great deal on a diamond ring... We got a great selection of jewelry in stock. Come in and check us out. Musical instruments, DVDs, video games, and more. You never know what you're going to find at Cash It In Jewelry and Pawn. We're easy to find, just one mile west of Belterra on 100. So come see us. Or give us a call at 263-2920. And cash, cash it in. Mommy. It's bad enough you can't see. Then you have to wait three weeks to get your eyeglasses. Hi, this is Jade with iStyle Optical. Because we have our own in-house lab, you'll get new eyeglasses the same day or the next day. Come see us in Palm Coast in the Winn-Dixie Plaza on Palm Coast Parkway. License number CAC 181-7213. Thinking about getting a new AC system with the new American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning Unit and their Wi-Fi-enabled thermostat, you can control and maintain the temperature in your house from anywhere using your smartphone. Call Arctic Breeze today and ask about a new American Standard Heating and AC system. Arctic Breeze, they know how to please. We have the coolest customers around, Arctic Breeze. freshen up the look of your home you'll see a whole new world when you look through your windows blinds and plantation shutters by jason whether it be plantation shutters window shades that roll up and roll down horizontals verticals even draperies and cornices and because we're locally owned we can come out measure and install quicker than anyone call us anytime we're in palm coast 386-445-5611 
Movement Health is bringing more to Flagler County. That's more convenience, more services, more care. We've expanded our services in Palm Coast, bringing added convenience and world-class specialty care, including emergency, cardiology, and surgery. With the opening of Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway, a 100-bed full-service hospital, residents of Flagler and St. Johns Counties will now have two locations where they can access exceptional health care close to home. Advent Health Palm Coast Parkway Hospital is now open. Visit AdventHealthPalmCoastParkway.com to learn more. Hello, Florida. This is Joe Mullins. This weekend, we've got a great episode about Qantas of Flagler County, how these amazing organizations bring a lot of events, fundraising, and just great community support. Brought to you by Shimento Law. Saturday morning, 930 WNZF. Back here at the ship. What a night for the Matanzas Pirates. As they win this game, 35-0 over the Gainesville Purple Hurricanes. Their very first, very first district victory of the season. And, Mike, uh, it was an impressive performance from the offense. Not perfect, but the Pirates did what they had to do here tonight. They sure did. They did what they had to do. They needed to get a win. They got a win. Gainesville falls to 1-7 on the season. The Pirates are 5-2. And in control, you see them celebrating on the field. They're going to walk up the track in just a minute or two and raise the flag. And then club double open in the field house across the muddy waters of the <laughs> campus of Matanzas. Yeah, man, what a night. So many things to talk about here. Let's do the negative first. Uh, the turnovers, the penalties, that's something that they're going to really have to focus on at practice this week heading into that Gainesville game. A very sloppy game, about as sloppy as you can get in a 35 nothing win. You know, a couple throws that I'm sure Daquan Evans would want to have back. If it's me, I'm taking the, the throwback pass out of the playbook because that has not worked. It's been run three times that we've seen it anyway. Oh, that's that kind of uh, tight end flea flicker mm-hmm. thing. Cole Hash threw a pick on one. DeFalco threw a pick on another. These are the kind of game, plays you can't make against Clay next week. Clay continues to lead, trail 20-13 to 13 into the fourth quarter on that note. But so much to clean up for Matt Forrest. So it, I think it's going to be a tough week for the Pirate players this week. I don't think this is going to be a week to let rest on their laurels and and bask in a 35 nothing win. Yeah, a lot to work on. All right, so let's take a look at the stats here. Uh, what story does that tell? Daquan Evans, 12 of 20, 164 yards and three touchdowns. Six pass catches, 90 yards and a touchdown for Andre Andrews. He was the leading receiver. Daniel DeFalco had a 35-yard catch, a miraculous 35-yard catch. His other three catches went for an unimpressive sounding 19 yards, except for all three of those touch passes ended up in the end zone. <laughs> Daquan Evans was the leading rusher with 70 yards rushing. Zach Fury had 50. Cole Hash had 30. Pirates had a balanced attack, 158 yards rushing, 164 yards passing. Gainesville had 96 yards for the game. Pirates held them to 26 yards in the third quarter, in the, in the second half. 72 passing, although all of that was in the first quarter except for two yards. 
and just 24 yards rushing all of that in the second half. Yeah, so impressive numbers there offensively. You mentioned DeFalco. Hey, uh, not a lot of yardage on those catches, but the object of the game is to score touchdowns, right? And that's exactly what he did, and he had that incredible catch early in the game over the middle. So a lot of positives to take out of this, this game. And by the way, as the Pirates get ready there to raise the flag, tradition uh, here at the ship, Mike, talk about that. What's that all about? So after a Pirate victory, home or away, they come back to the ship and they go and raise the pirate flag, raise the Jolly Roger, and then Club Dub opens up. So the Flagler, <laughs> Ro- uh, the, Flagler. the Matanzas locker room will be bopping. There'll be music playing. It'll be loud and exciting. And they call it Club Dub. There'll be strobe lights. It's pretty cool. And there it is. Uh, the Matanzas pirate flag is high above the players there and they're pumped up as they raise the flag and they get the victory 35 nothing over Gainesville hey a reminder post game show tomorrow morning right here on news radio WNZF 94.9 FM the Rich and Mike Sports Show we're going to have player interview coach uh, whatever Mike's able to get when he gets down there on the field. And uh, analysis, stats again, and we'll talk about uh, what else is going on here around the area in high school football. But here tonight, an impressive victory for the Matanzas Pirates. They take it 35 to nothing. Mike, any final words of wisdom on this one? No, I think we've seen it all tonight. You know, it wasn't pretty, but they came to get... They came and got what they needed to get, which is a win against Gainesville. They'll have a big one against Clay. I was trying to get one more update from FPC, but there has not been a score yet in the third quarter. University, though, is up 22-12. They're going to beat Spruce Creek. So that'll help FPC as they try to climb back into the playoff picture. All right. And, yep, next week we'll be right back here at the ship for another district showdown. The Matanzas Pirates take on the Clay Blue Devils. Again, listen tomorrow morning to the Rich and Mike Sports Show, 7.30 a.m., 94.9 FM. Check it out anytime on the Flagler Radio app. One last time, the final score here tonight was 35-0 Pirates. Matanzas Pirates over the Gainesville Purple Hurricanes. For Mike Licio, Isabella Papa back at the studio, and Sharon Carroll producing, doing the camera work. I'm Rich Carroll. Have a great night, Flagler County.